Intellectual decay! Turn it off and watch your face! can't run from evil when it lives next door. Welcome to the Say You Love Satan 80s Horror Podcast. This is your host, Stephanie. Imagine that you hold the exclusive patent on the video cassette. How much do you think you'd be worth today? The birth of the video cassette changed the lifestyle of billions and made some people fabulously wealthy. And it's led directly to the huge success of this. One of the largest, most dynamic video store chains in the country, West Coast Video. America's favorite video store, with over 600 stores, many of them franchised. West Coast Video can help make you successful in this business. And if you qualify, we're willing to share our formula with you. Start building your future now. No one knows how to help you do that better than West Coast Video. For details on owning your own West Coast Video franchise, pick up the phone and call 1-800-532-8100. That's 1-800-532-8100. Timing in life is everything, so call West Coast Video right now. Here with me today are Jesse. The intensity of modern life, the constant flow of information, personal relationships, career pressures, making it being somebody overachieving to live the high technology lifestyle it's your life and you can take control of it it's up to you here are a few simple exercises i use to relieve stress okay guys let's start with a slow comfortable head roll in clockwise motion all right great slowly go around Relax. This will work out tension in your neck muscles and in your head area. Great. Remember, sit with your back straight and your buttocks towards the back of your chair. Okay, let's try some shoulder shrugs. One, two. Shoulders back, back. That's it. Relax. Relieve that tension. It's easy. Check it out. And now your pretty face. Let's relax your face, okay? Close your eyes and open. Close and open. Relax. And your jaw. Open, close. Open, close. How about some breathing? Take your breath in, hold it, and blow it out. The master will kill you for this, but not fast. Slowly, oh so slowly. Melissa. On this, the eve of the Sabbath of the undead, I call upon you to witness my supreme triumph. I have chosen four messengers of death. Four horsemen of my created apocalypse. Four carriers of the plague who will infect their miserable brethren. Yeah, then he'll be able to suck his way through the entire town. And John. This fright night, 
welcome to Fright Night for real. <laughs> On this episode, we will be discussing Fright Night from 1985, which was a Jessup pick. But first, we're going to stop in at the Sleazy Speakeasy. Ah, the French champagne has always been celebrated for its excellence. Ah, the French champagne. What is everybody drinking? Jesse, you go first, because you get your fangs in. Okay. <laughs> so, Brewster. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm drinking the Chamonix Creek Punkless Dunkel. No. Pumpkin wheat ale, 8.8% alcohol by volume with a pint can. It's made by the great folks over at Chamonix Creek. Which I'm, is in Croydon. I'm spitting all over myself. I think you just uh, call yeah. It's a pumpkin wheat ale brewed with allspice, nutmeg, and shinamon. Nutmeg? Nutmeg. Shinamon. Oh, my God. I was like, what is shinamon? Shinamon. Were you saying shaman? Shaman, shinamon. Oh, no. That's what I'm drinking. I am drinking Austin East Cider's Spiced Cider, which is pretty yummy. Um, It has, let's see, apple cider, brown sugar, black tea, cinnamon, cardamom, cloves. Ginger, black pepper. What do, what do you got over there, M- Melissa? Malela went and she got herself <laughs> some Palais-vous Francais vino. <laughs> Palais-vous? Uh, oh, yeah, it is a 2016 Voyagnon. I don't know. It sounds French. It's good. I bought another six pack, six pack of uh, Sour uh, Monkey, so I'm drinking that. God damn, man. Always Step been. away from the Sour Monkey. I know, like, branch out. So try, try Dude, and it's not this. that. It's your fucking, like, mule thing. My, my local liquor store uh, doesn't have a really good uh, pump, pumpkin selection. Oh, really? Yeah. For whatever reason. All of it's, like, IPA stuff, and I'm like, eh. If you, see the, if you see the Weyerbacher, we're trying to, we were trying to get that today before yeah. we came over, and it was all yeah. gone. The Imperial Pumpkin Ale. We yeah. That my, my source told me that all the places got burnt from buying all the pumpkin stuff last year, so they might run out earlier this year. I mean, that's good. Well, we I were, actually prefer that. We I don't, yeah. Scarcity? That's what, you get, that's what you get for trying to yeah. sell pumpkin beer in the fucking summer, assholes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... um. It, it, I, it's like I, I like when the fucking Halloween shit comes out, but I'm not the, I'm not one of those kind of people that wants to see the Halloween shit out in fucking August. No. I want to see the Halloween shit out at the very last week of no. September. Well, that's like the Christmas shit. Yeah, like, my because- mom runs an antique shop, and some asshole was trying to bring up in there fucking Christmas stuff, <laughs> like. Three weeks ago, and she was like, Shana Natural, you put that shit in the back. I'm not letting Christmas happen your mom, here. Your mom just like pulled down her pants and just fucking spread her ass cheeks, and, her, bo- and her butthole was like, No. <laughs> My mom loves Christmas, but she shut it down. Good. Fucking stand by that shit. Put a pumpkin in your pussy. That's what I say. It's a roadblock. So no one- I mean, that's what's next. So they can't get Christmas. That's what's next. Don't let them get Christmas inside you. So we have something exciting to tell everybody about. Yeah. Oh my God, what is it? Jesse and I went to Monster Mania in Hunt Valley, Maryland. Somewhere in Maryland. I don't know. We went there with um, Kelsey, Little L- Preston Prairie. Little Preston Prairie. She had a table there. She was selling stuff. And me and Steph just went there. Just kind of like 
check it out, hang with her, and we brought some shirts to sell for the fuck of it. Not really thinking we were going to sell any t-shirts or meet really anybody, and it was the fucking complete opposite. So, was it the first? I can't remember when it was. I think it was Friday night, right? When we were sitting there when the first two people came up to us? Yes. Was it Friday? So these, um... How did they know that you the, losers were there, well, though? The list, the they so, didn't. Well, we posted, we posted on oh, Like, how did they find you there? Was there just, like, a little sign that said, Say you love Satan? No, because we posted a picture of the table that we were at with her big sign, so oh, people could find us, yeah. but... Um, so, so they yeah. Instagram stuck. We had a we, we had our T-shirt on the table, the new one that Zul did, and they came over and the kid was like, "Oh, it's cool. They're selling a shirt by Sailor Satan." And Steph's like, "Oh yeah, that's that's our that's our podcast." And he looked up at us and he was like starstruck. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I, saw, like, I saw the moment where he like clicked. Oh, it's you. And you were like, you were like, you were like, come <laughs> to me. And Steph ripped out her nipple and she's like, suckle upon me. Oh, no, God. I, I felt really bad because I didn't catch his name because it was great because his friend was like, yeah, he listens to your show all the time. And I was like, this is the cutest thing in the world. Yeah, they were Wait, good. how old was he? Like 40? So. <laughs> no, no, he was, they were young guys. Oh, okay. they, they were younger than us. I don't know yeah. how old they were. But um, so that was the first experience. And I was like, okay, my weekend is made already. Oh, it's done. Uh, but no, it just got better because like there were other, there was a girl like, um, well, it's her name's Tanya. She's on uh, on Instagram. Cosmic Cosmic Betty, I think. Atomic Betty. Atomic, Atomic Betty. Betty. She. So I, I recognized her because I follow her, and I was like, I know her from Instagram, and I was like, waiting to see if she's gonna come over to the Is table. Is she gonna notice me? <laughs> oh, she totally noticing did. her. She came over, and she was really her and her husband. She was really awesome. She bought a t-shirt. Um, we talked for I don't know, like a few minutes, whatever. She was super nice, super super nice. Um, and then what was next? Well, we knew Matt Matt Suter was coming. He gave us warning on Patreon. Yeah. Oh God. Um, so he he showed up with his friend Matt. So there was two Matts. The Matts. And they kept. I mean, they really they hung out with us a lot. They kept stopping by the yeah. table to talk. And then Nate came over later. Which which Hazel Nate? Yeah. Which he walked by the table like three. No. No, let's, let's call him out, man. <laughs> Witch Hazel Nate was afraid to meet us like I'm a fucking celebrity. Oh, uh, what? He and Matt called him out. Yeah. Matt called him out on it. Matt's like, he's afraid to come up here. He doesn't want to talk yeah. to you, blah, blah, blah. And um, he eventually came up and he, he was a little weird, but I, no, I mean, it was, listen, it was, it was cool. I, mean, I would be the I same mean, way. we're all weird. No, yeah, I, would, I, I would totally be the same way. I we're would not all even... emotionally broken people. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime I have to talk to anyone, it's the worst. Anytime I have to talk to somebody, I go in the bathroom and I pour a fucking quarter bottle of vodka in my ass <laughs> so yeah. I have fucking social lubricant yeah, for real. to be able to act like a normal person. So we talked to him. He was fucking really cool. Yeah, he's super nice. And I just want to mention that Matt is in a King Diamond tribute band. and Called Prince Diamond. Holy Prince Diamond. Fuck. Of course. Well, their friend Kurt, um, Kurt, who who was who just bought a shirt of ours and was super excited, and he was wearing it, and he didn't want to come over and say hi either. No. And I was going to oh go God. and say hi to him, but then he came over. Guys, we're just people. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, dude, they were just regular ass. Well, it's funny. I mean, like, I get it because like they're like, you know, we listen to you guys so much, and we never talk to you, so we have like this thing no, built up in, your, in our head of you, and then because well, you know so weird. much about us, that's and what they were saying. It's probably yeah. what and I get that it, dude. Is, I get yeah. it because I would be the same exact way with someone. Regardless if they were a fucking celebrity or not, if I was going up to meet them for the first I time, yeah, I know. You know? But, like we're just, we are just regular people, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and then who? Who else? Oh, then there was a guy named um, was it Justin. Justin, yeah. Who he was looking? He said he was looking for us all day. I think this was on Saturday, and uh, yeah, he was really awesome. He actually said he's not. He wasn't. I think he was from the area, right, Maryland. But he said one day he was in Philly and he found one of our business cards. Oh in like shit! A, in a venue somewhere. Yeah, or somewhere. In a one of the old ones. Yeah. yeah. So he like, and I think that's how he found the podcast. It was a lot cool. Probably one of my leaving somewhere. Yeah, because it was not anywhere I had been. I was yeah. like, I don't know how that got then there. Then somebody came up and bought a T-shirt just because it said "Say You Love Satan" on it because uh, he's in a band called Ilsa and they have a song called "Say You Love Satan." So 
Whoa! I, I checked out his music and he's it's fucking awesome, dude. It's like a it's like a doom metal band. It's yeah. fucking great. But he didn't look like and a guy. And we have a theme song. He didn't look like he would be a guy that was <laughs> no. in like a doom band. He was like the nicest, like most soft spoken guy. And he and wasn't I, wearing a black t shirt. I listened. That you have to channel your dude, shit. So let's talk about some of the things we saw there, Steph. Okay. Uh, so what I don't, did you oh, see? Oh, uh, real quick, we got to shout out to fucking. Be a P of Bear Brian. Right. Dean. Oh, Dean and, and Noah, because we hung out with those guys. So there's this thing I noticed when we were there, and I didn't know this was a thing, but apparently there's this thing uh, where women carry around little werewolf babies. Oh, God. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. You mean me? Uh, yes, the one I tagged <laughs> there, was, there was a me? local artist that was making them for a while, Dude, right? They look yeah. so crazy. Listen, I'm not judging yeah, anyone seen them. because I make fun of everybody on this podcast, including myself, but you bitch is crazy, okay? There was also <laughs> so a person weird. dressed as church. Oh my god, that was my That's favorite. That was great. That was Amazing. my favorite. Like light up eyes. And that person yeah. was in full character the whole time. So if somebody Attacking. would so if someone would, would touch her, she would turn around and go, <laughs> she would be like, sorry. <laughs> she did. Was it a girl? It yeah. was a girl. Yeah. Chelsea yeah. saw her in the bathroom and she was like had her had the head off and was like shooting air down like her chest because she was oh so fucking god, hot. Oh my god, you'd have to be. There was a dude dressed as um the new Pennywise. Oh yeah, his was costume really was really good. There was we saw all kinds of Freddies and Michael Myers, skinny Michael Myers, well, fat we had, Michael we Myers. We had like a thing where like it's tall Michael Myers, it's fat Michael Myers, it's mini Michael Myers because there was just like so every so variety. Many. There was a dude dressed as Art the Clown that oh. was fucking into it man super into it and unfortunately the picture we took we it was like he wasn't facing the camera so we didn't actually post it but yeah. uh kelsey took a took a video he was super nice because he came back in like out of costume to talk to us and oh, to thank whoa. us he was so nice so anyway i wanted to plug him his um he's on instagram joshua does cosplay so you check him out because he's what? also he's Feels also like Freddy and stuff. yeah he's also he just did like a photo shoot as Freddy and it looks amazing. But it's cool because he's not just walking around like oh I'm this character he's dude he character. was fucking yeah. into it like doing the head movements and like the mannerisms. He wasn't talking and, and he was doing like yeah he was doing mime stuff. That's he was awesome. like yeah. he had a bag full of like all these like little different props, things. Yeah. Did he, really did he hold the girl upside down and saw her through no, her fucking he, vagina? He skipped that girl, part. Go. Whoa. <laughs> a little bit. I mean go all the way, dude. I mean come on. There was a dude dressed as Jowling Gacy as Pogo. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was super into it too. And there was a bunch of Freddies I saw there as well. There was, um, like, there was a lot of other things. Somebody was dressed as the nun, I so think. One of the around. experiences we had there, one of the first ones we had on a uh, Friday night. Oh my God, yes. We were. Um, we were no. we didn't, we didn't, is this, we is this the Gerard McMahon? Story? No, no, not yet. Not yet. No. This is the night before that. We were like, um, we were all tired and shit. We weren't, really, we weren't weren't drinking that night, but I was like, let's go to the fucking vending machine and get some, get snacks. some snacks. So we went to the fucking vending machine. Me, Kelsey, and uh, Steph were in there get, trying to figure it out because it was fucking weird because you could use fucking your credit card. Like amateurs, bring and your get, own snacks. Like, so, like you could select multiple things. Dude, it was like we, a touch screen that was too advanced. And we were too old, so too we advanced. couldn't figure it out. I was like, where do I put my quarters at? And uh, it wasn't happening. So anyway, we finally get our shit, and I see like this. It's kind of right by the bar, so I see this fucking dude who looks like he belonged in the Almond Brothers kind of <laughs> like kind of walk in, like mm. fucking like a corpse, and he's holding a beer, and I was like, oh, man, this dude's wasted. And I'm waiting for them to get like one last thing, and he comes over to him, and he's like, I just, I just want to tell you guys something. <laughs> last year... I got a chicken sandwich out of that machine, and I'm like, Oh no, you would not do that because it, like it had like sandwiches. Don't was, do was, that. Oh man. And he was, um, and I was like, What is he gonna tell me? It was bad. And he's like, and It was the best. I put it, I, I put it in the microwave, and I was waiting for it to heat up. And somebody came in here and gave me a strawberry pop tart. And the only thing I could think was put it on the sandwich, and it was. Awesome! <laughs> oh my god! What? And, just, and we just looked at each other like, okay, that's great. Thanks, thanks for the tip, buddy. Thanks for the tip. And we kept, we started trying to walk away, and he was like a fucking stray cat. He was following. Yeah. Tra- so he, Kelsey's like, okay, bye. You can't talk. Bye, to him. bye, stray cat yeah. man. Bye, bye. Well, well, the reason he initially came in, but remember, he's like, guys, 
Listen, Lou Diamond Phillips is at the check-in counter right now. And if you're interested, if you was walk into the hallway, he's going to walk right by. And I was like, oh, damn. And I was like what do I care? Am I going to fucking like take a deep breath in and smell Lou Diamond's fucking ball like, here, let me pull this uh, the, the first power out of my asshole until he gets I was like, I could give a fuck less about, about him. And he's like, I'm just telling you, man. I mean, La Bamba, though, Jeff. He's going to walk I by. Know. I liked you in all four seasons Ricky! of Sheriff Longmire. <laughs> and he's got this cologne on. It smells like the banana gobstoppers. It's delicious. Or it's just suntan lotion. I don't know. Oh, my God. Maybe we, it's banana boat. We laughed about that guy for two days straight. It was oh. so great. Yeah. And there's a fucking infamous meme now made by... Matt. Matt Suter. <laughs> so I'll share that shit on fucking oh Instagram. About the chicken sandwich. Uh, uh, he, <laughs> he, he made a, he made a, a fucking meme? He made a meme of him. Like, Is the guy in it <laughs> yeah. so I can see no, him? No, it's just a random dude holding a chicken sandwich with a Pop-Tart on it. <laughs> and he made like a poster of it and has a tagline and everything. God damn that'll, it. that'll be the uh, new Kanye West fucking song. That'll be uh, the new fucking... No, you know what it won't like? be croissant... What is it? Fucking croissant no. September? It'll oh, be like chicken sandwich. September? At that moment, when I saw that Matt made a meme of it, I was at my fucking official desk and I was like I have minions now to do this all for oh me my God. I don't have to do anything I just throw ideas out there and they fucking just they start doing it oh my God. It the universe provides and I was like rob a bank and bring me the money and I just wait for it Not to come down. wait for it to come no but the best night was Saturday night is that what you're going to talk about yes. next yes um, I'll just like in, I'll, I'll preface it and you can you can tell the, the glorious details but let's preface it like let's, let's preface it together kind of because I want to say because this was kind of something that I was like we're looking at the fucking um, the dossier or whatever you want to fuck the pro- schedule. It's like a program, the yeah, schedule. schedule whatever. I'm looking at the schedule huh? and I'm like, okay, so throughout the day they show movies and stuff. So there's like a part yeah. where you can go, and then at the yeah. end of the night it said, and there's Q and A sessions and it panels. said it said Lost Boys performance. Oh, I saw the videos at 10 p.m. and I was like, oh, we should try to go to that because that that could be fun. And I was like, we should really try to just do that. Right. It, it could yeah. be a great time. And, and everyone's like, everyone like, okay. And everybody's right. like, all right, yeah, we'll go. We'll fuck it. Let's go. So we went out to like we went out to go get uh, food. At some other place outside the hotel, and we came back yes. and we got yes. there and waited in line. We got inside. Well, Dear first God of all, stuff. thank God we went to the bar first and we had some beers. So because, many people because we needed to lubricate ourselves for this. Because experience. none of us knew what to expect at that point. Like <laughs> we didn't even realize it was actually like Gitan Mac. Was the, it like Rocky Horror where they no. just act no, everything no, no, out? No, no, no. Dude from the Lost Boys that wrote the song. Cry, Cry little, little sister. Why is he there? Okay. Stick what? your fingers in your vest. That's the only thing he's known for. It was just this little stage with like a screen pulled down and they were playing like a video, like videos behind him. That's it. And it was like yeah. chairs, like it was like a little room. It's supposed to be a musical of Lost Boys. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. He played a bunch of his songs and people were, Jesse was laughing. I couldn't. So I couldn't. Tears were streaming. Other people laughing yes. at him too. I was though. screaming. Yes. I was fucking hysterically no. laughing because I wasn't laughing at no. him. No, I wasn't Jesse. No, I wasn't laughing at him I was laughing by the fact that he had videos of himself playing oh. it was like nobody does that it's like you it was like behind the if you were, no. if you were performing <laughs> then you the music, had, yeah, yeah, behind yeah. the music of your own band yeah, playing yeah. It's, not, it's like you don't see Depeche Mode play live and they're playing the video of themselves in back of them singing it's weird Whoa. and uh, also they might do that they might. and also no he, but like a current version it wasn't like young it was no, like dude. him old oh, on like no. the beach no. No. Oh, no. it was him under a so it was like time in New England <laughs> no the one video was him under a pier singing the song oh, no. looking at the camera and zoomed in on his face and he was doing all these hand gestures I fucking immediately <laughs> lost my mind and started cracking up laughing and I couldn't fucking stop oh, no. and he was singing this one song and I don't remember what the hell it was called but it sounded like he was saying pussy magic the whole time <laughs> no. and he was like pussy magic and so it got dead silent after the song and, one the, and a guy in the back row screamed pussy magic yeah <laughs> yeah 
and everybody started cracking up laughing because they thought. And he's like, and he, and he came up to everybody and he's like, didn't it sound like he said pussy magic? I took a whole video of, of Cry Little Sister because Steph wasn't oh, there. Matt Suter recorded the entire I'm gonna performance. Put it, I'm going to put it on Patreon for all our patrons to listen yeah. to. If you I fucking saw, give a shit. I oh. saw parts of it and I saw some of like what Kelsey posted. Well, then there was a weird song, The Frog. Oh, they played. Oh, they, oh here's like, he took out a comic book, a book. He, the the frog, the Frog Brothers, the book of the Frog Brothers, whatever. And he starts yeah. reading. What? He starts reading some story, but then it's a song, and it sounded like it was from the Nightmare Before Christmas. It sounded like it this was, is Halloween. Yes. It was like the Frog Brothers don't work on a Sunday till twelve o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And what the lyrics made no sense. I was like, what is he even singing it about? Were there so were there weird. people like one hundred and ten percent into this? People or were everybody? dancing. People were dancing. No, I would say the, the majority of people. <laughs> the majority of people were like laughing and then the other fucking maybe quarter people were so wasted you could have put any beat in yeah. there and they would have been dancing to it there was a little kid watching uh, um baby, baby boss baby boss. Boss, was, baby. Boss, boss baby he was watching boss baby on an ipad and he was fucking dancing while Which, watching yeah, boss he was baby dancing like Why? and i was like that <laughs> that kid sums up this fucking this whole experience in a nutshell boss baby and a fucking weird music <laughs> But he kept like rambling in between the songs. You couldn't hear what he was saying, so all you heard was this. And then I went over to his house and we discussed the music, and he told me, "You're crazy for making this album." I told him, "I know, I know, but I'm just so driven. I'm just so driven to make the Lost Boys musical." But <laughs> gee, Tom Mac, you can't do this. No one will come and see it. And he was wrong, obviously, because look at all you people out there. You're so into it, and and you all came here for free and didn't pay anything to see him. <laughs> Is and, he and American? Or I don't know. Did Here's he the funniest thing. He had like an accent. Was he British? He was British, wasn't he? Yeah, he sounds like he's Brit. Yeah. Um, the best thing is, afterwards... We went back to the bar. We went back to the bar <laughs> and we're drinking. <laughs> G-Town Mac comes to the bar. No. So one of Matt's, Matt's friend... <laughs> Matt's friend Matt. Matt's friend Matt is like, I'm going to go talk to him. <laughs> so he goes up there and talks to him. And he starts fucking talking to him for like 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it becomes like his best friend. And he comes over and he's like... I'm getting G-Town Mac a new social security card. <laughs> he, he, he lost his social security card and, I, and he works for fucking social security and he's like, so I gotta look into it for him and get him a social security card. He oh let, my he, god. He, we, all, we felt so bad. He's like, like, I have his email address and everything. I, I'm, I'm friends with G-Town Mac now. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it was so crazy. So you go into work the next day and you're like, so, you know that Cry Little Sister song? <laughs> I got a story. And everybody's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Cry Little Sister? Is that about finger banging? Oh What's god. that about? Uh, yeah, well, I just want to say real quick to try it up. We had a really, really great experience, and um, it's. I think it definitely like, like proved to us we would be yeah. interested in doing these next yeah, I mean, year. Maybe so. we should fucking do them. Yeah, it was fun. let's fucking do them, it guys. Was fun. It was let's fun, do dude. It. it was so much fun. And me and Seth weren't weren't like really even going there with the intention of meeting people, and it was really fucking cool for people to come up yeah. and say what's up. Yep. It, it, was, it was like it was very validating. All right, guys, it's time for trailer trash.
What would you do if you accidentally discovered the house next door was occupied by something not human? Something horrifying. Something unspeakably evil. No one believes you. Mom, I didn't have a nightmare. Not your mom. They did kill a girl over there. Not your girlfriend. Charlie, is this some sort of a trick to get me back? Not even the police. Look, I know it's crazy. I know that, but look, Lieutenant! It knows that you know. You'll do anything to protect yourself. But it will do anything to protect its secret. Scared. This could be the night of your life. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. Feature presentation is Fright Night from 1985, which, as I mentioned earlier, was a pick by Jesso. <laughs> You're so cool, Brewster! <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> oh no. My God. <laughs> 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 um, it's also known as Vampire. Did you say Vampire? I love Canadians. Up here, we call them <laughs> hamster pigeons because they're always flying around biting people. <laughs> Because they don't have bats in Canada. No, we call them hamster pigeons. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and they leave droppings of maple syrup oh, I wish. on your doorstep. I if, wish. You, if you stare into a hamster pigeon's eyes, he will eat his excrement from his asshole. No. <laughs> My hamster used to always do that. Uh, so from Germany, the Raven Black Knight. Don't forget the sequel, the Betty White Day. <laughs> She has Look, to I be just, a vampire! To be fair, <laughs> I copy and paste these from IMDb and John, I put them in Google Translate. Sake. Night of Fear from Spain. What okay. happens, Steph? What happens when Jessup has a night of fear? Wait, you, you, go, you fart? You go, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and that's the closest to a voice you'll ever get her. I turn into a, I turn into a guinea pig. <laughs> and finally, the hour of fright. Okay, first Mexico. of all, Mexico. It's more than an hour. First of all, Mexico. The running time is nearly two hours, mm. and you're only given an hour of fright. I'm starting to wonder, well, Mexico. Some of it's not that scary. Are you? Is the, has the cartel got to you, Mexico? Are you? Are you a snitch? <laughs> what? You no, know, snitches get snitches. Are you a snitch? Essay. The movie was rated R. It had a budget of $9 million. Whoa. And it grossed, are you ready for this? $24.9 There was nothing you know else why? out. You know why? Because everybody wanted to see that uh, Sardonathus black shawarma. <laughs> What? They wanted to what? see. They wanted to Chris see. Sarandon's uh, <laughs> Chris Sarandon's red scarf. Yeah, they wanted to tie around his dick. 
Serendonathes. That's what I call him. He, what? Listen, they just wanted to see him in that fucking trench coat that he was just walking around in for like four the, days. With the, uh, oh, the, Prince Humperdinck? The, uh, the, Blade Runner, uh, the Blade Runner trench yes. coat with the high fucking shoulders. Uh, he's, like, <laughs> he's like, let me show you the legend of my black shawarma. And he would just hold out his fucking oh spiced God. Greek meat. Just dangling his Sarandonathes. Okay, I don't know why I didn't know this before, but he was married to Susan Sarandon, and I Dude, don't know why I didn't was know married that. To Susan, and he was yeah. he was married to Susan Sarandon when she was in her prime. Yeah, Susan Ran- she Sarandon was, was fucking. Oh yeah, really? He was married like three times. So are they? Is he oh! asking brothers with with Burt Reynolds? Didn't Burt Reynolds tap that at one point? I don't are know. Are you thinking of Sally Field? I mean, I think Sally you're Fields. thinking yeah. of Sally Fields. Are you thinking of Sally Struthers? The love of his life, <laughs> Sally Fields. Well, because Susan no, Sarandon dude, was with Tim you, Robbins you know Susan, for like the longest Susan time. Yeah. Yeah. Susan Sarandon, guys. Right. Eye Susan contact. Sarandon. Like getting a BJ with eye contact with no. her. Oh, oh, eyes are enormous. Oh my God. You don't but, want that. No, that. no, you want it. No. I would say, <laughs> look, gaze into my eyes. She scares me. She's a vampire. Why? I don't know. She seems like she would ride your dick and break it off and leave <laughs> it inside think of her so. pussy. She seems very lazy, like a very lazy lover. Really? Yeah. No, 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 dude. <laughs> she seems like she would grind on your she fucking dick. She seems like a very lazy Muscle, where lover. Do you, where do you, how do you know this information, like, for true? Like, I just know. <laughs> she's like, I'm going to use your dick uh, as a thigh master. You can look at a bitch and know things about her. No, dude, you haven't really? seen her. She was in Rescue Me and she was a... Oh, spin- I know about you, Steph. And she was a hoe in it. So, wait, you can tell if a woman's got cum in her face before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bye, bye bye looking at her. Yeah. Yeah, well, we always do it like a black light test of Melissa's face before she walks in and it's so white. There's not any like speckles in it, so we know it's just a sheet of cum. No. <laughs> she comes in like a glazed donut no. every time. That has only ever happened to me by accident. <laughs> we call her we, we, I almost <laughs> lost an eye. <laughs> oh you got the eye pressure test that gets your cornea. Before before Melissa goes down head. before she goes down and out, she's like, time to make the donuts. No. <laughs> Alex is like, boss, I want you to look inside my urethra. When you see the green light, just just keep your eye open. Keep no, it, keep it open. Never keep, keep it open. Keep it open. Ah! Do you oh. want whole milk or skim? Just give me cum. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, high enough protein content. I wish we had like a sound bar. We could just do splooge sound effects. That would be the whole show. Don't worry. Don't. Jesse can add them in post. So, no, no, somebody would. Nah, that's too much work. So, somebody with restraint would have to be in control of that <laughs> sound board because no. I would just be constantly. Uh-huh. <laughs> constantly. Thank God. You have to change it to like the, the Say You Love Semen podcast. Oh but but how fun would it be to have like an 80s soundboard of like 80s porn stars like doing their fucking. Their cum, their no, cum I mean, go- copyrights. No, I want. No, oh, that's not copyright. Are you kidding me? I want Ben Eller to be on the show just so I can have him in the corner with a mic with a wah wah pedal and a guitar. So anytime I want to start talking about porn, he can just go. I mean, Ben, come on, make it happen. Get on here, and we can like he can like uh I can narrate like a porn again. Yeah, I mean, he's only a few hours drive from here. That's what we'll do. I'll have to do another fucking goddamn erotic fanfic, and I'll send the audio to Ben, and he can do some fucking goddamn. I think that's a Patreon exclusive. Ben has his own horror podcast, so we just he's taking all these ideas and incorporating them. No, no, enjoy those. No, Ben's Ben's a lover. He's a sweetheart. We unite. All right, tag- check, check, check out his podcast, Dead and Lovely. Dead and Lovely. That's Dead right. and Lovely. Um, Taglines. There are some very good reasons to be afraid of the dark. No. If you love being scared, it'll be the night of your life. And that night lasts like 12 hours in movie time. Yeah. I mean, if you like getting finger blasted by a guy wearing a dad sweater. <laughs> The whole fucking reels. But be, I mean, if you're Amanda Burst, I mean, you're probably like, please, God, anything to penetrate this hymen. Let's put it this way. If I was Arnold Schwarzenegger and I was fighting an alien creature in the jungle, I would use his fucking neck hole as like the fucking part to launch the arrow right. mm. Yeah. To I kill Pred. I mean, sense. I didn't pay attention to any of that. And that would have made more sense than the new movie. All right. It's back in the VHS time. Meet 
Jerry Dandridge. Jerry. He's sweet. Sexy. Yeah. And he likes to sleep in late. Oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> you might think he's the perfect neighbor. I'm so great. Look at my collar. But before inviting Jerry in for a nightcap, there's just one thing you should know. I eat that ass. Jerry prefers to his drinks warm, red, and straight from the jugular. It's Fright Night. A horrific howl starring Chris Sarandon as the seductive vampire. Sardonifus. And William Ragsdale as the frantic teenager struggling to keep Jerry's deadly fangs out of his no. neck. Get them Only. out of my asshole! Only. <laughs> Only, quote unquote, 17 year old Charlie Brewster yeah. Ragsdale 37. knows Jerry's blood curdling secret. When Charlie can't get anybody to believe him, he turns to a TV horror host, Peter Vincent. Roddy McDowell. It's not Vincent Price ripoff at all. Who used to be the great vampire killer. Vampire! Of the movies. Can these mortals save Charlie and his sweetheart, Amy, Amanda Burst, totally not 27 years old during the filming of this movie. <laughs> totally not a lesbian. From the wrathful bloodsuckers' toothy embrace. If you love being scared, Fright Night will give you the nightmare of your life. It will give you the butthole goosebumps. And, and then Colin from, Farrell will redo it. And that is from the 1980. <laughs> that, that's from the 1985 Columbia TriStar First home of video all, release. Colin Farrell ain't no Sarandonathes. He's okay? not. Have no. you ever seen that be version? Clear. Because no, I have not. I have And I have purposely avoided it because know. there is no way I that mean, has I the personality. I had never seen this version, so okay, it well, was so. important like for me to see this no, first. I didn't see the remake, but I did recently rewatch part two. And let me tell you something about that oh, movie. Oh, shit. It's not good. <laughs> is is never, it Evil Ed? No, I've never seen part two. Or in the second what is one, it about? Charlie's in it, and I know so Roddy McDowell's in it. In the second evil one, not in it's it. uh, Jerry, his sister, comes back to avenge oh. his death, and she's a vampire. How's the soundtrack, though? Um, same, same uh, the Andy Dick of uh, the synthesizer, <laughs> Brad Fidel, uh, whatever the fuck came his back. name is. He came back and did it, yeah. It's, I mean, it's all right. Ain't, oh, no, ain't okay. nothing special. What about the license music? Anything? I don't remember. I know I they I do another. I know they do a female version of "Come to Me." Oh yeah, yeah. No, There's a female I don't, vocalist. For I that. remember like the the actual soundtrack's good. I don't remember any of the actual songs they made from it. I watched it really quick. I actually watched that, and I've I watched. Never seen um, that one. We were talking about Ray Wise. I re I rewatched um, uh, RoboCop because Robocop. someone posted it on our page that there's the, the uncut Amazon version Prime. on Amazon Prime. Apparently, if you have any Blu-ray, which I don't, that, that, that cut is of it. I have a trilogy, and, and which I do yeah. not have a Blu-ray, no. and which I have never ever watched a Blu-ray in my life, so I never saw this cut, and it's fucking the best. It's pretty gory. It's pretty goddamn gory. He shoots dude. a dude in the dick and shoots no, a bunch of when, people. No, but when the one guy gets shot up in the office, yo, that, he's shooting him yeah, like, for 20 minutes? Yes. Uh, so it's directed by Tom Holland, and you know him from Child's Play, Tales from the Crypt, the TV series, uh, three episodes, King of the Road, Four Sided Triangle, and Lover Come Hack to Me. So what? He, he wrote this when he was writing another movie, which is called Cloak and Dagger, which is basically like the. Uh, Hitchcock movie Rear Window, mm -hmm. but it's like a kid's version mm -hmm. starring the kid from fucking E.T. Elliot. Oh, yeah? I don't remember the character's Elliot. name. But, um, so it's Disturbia. So he kind of had this idea then, and the reason this was greenlit is because he wrote the sequel to Psycho 2, mm -hmm. and it was actually so good that he got Anthony Perkins to be in it, and it ended up being like, it was going to be like a fucking TV movie, and it made so much, there was so much interest in it that they released it as like a oh. movie, and it made so much fucking goddamn money. But this movie was like when they were giving him the um, rights to make uh, Fright Night. 
it was like the last slot in Columbia's like movies for the year. So they're like, we need to make one more movie for the year. We have this much money. It's not a lot of money. Give it to this guy, Tom Holland, and let him make this movie. And that's why Fright Night was made. And Fright Night made more than the highest, than the most expensive movie that Columbia made that year. Oh, oh my God. Nice. Um, yeah, and then he yes, also- I crushed it, Tom! <laughs> crushed it, Tom! Thank well, you, Tom. Yeah, but then he also went on to direct The Langoliers. So. But you crushed it this time, didn't you? Let's talk about that. What is that? It's, it's a fucking- CG Pac-Man. It's a, it's a miniseries King. based on a, t- a Stephen King Stephen novel. King was like, I played this fucking arcade game at Pizza Hut, <laughs> and you're this little yellow whippersnapper, looks like a block of cheddar cheese, <laughs> what? and you're eating all these little cheese <laughs> puffs- <laughs> And it makes this crazy noise. And then I thought about it. What if creatures shaped like wheels of cheese started? Oh my god! Oh, this is the, air, the this world. is the airport fucking movie that yeah. I blocked. I blocked. <laughs> I blocked the CGI from my goddamn memory. Then you bring it up, and we'll star fucking the guy. Baki Potakamus is gonna be in it. Is a dude from Wings in it too? I think so, yeah. Oh my god! He's in a he's in a um the made for TV version of uh The Shining. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That yes. dude. Oh, and he's in that fucking alien abduction that movie. That guy's in everything. Yeah. What, what is it? Uh, fucking uh, fire. Fire in the sky. Fire in the sky. Fire in the sky. Yo, fire in the sky. Oh, Legit he, ass creepy scenes that, in that. Robert that t- Patrick. Is, Robert Patrick was at the. Uh, he was at Monsterania. Yeah. Was he? How was how is he looking? Yeah, that's the movie where T two got finger blasted <laughs> by aliens. He's oh, like, he's fuck. It's got quantum leap in it. Robert Patrick was like, but my asshole's liquid metal. Scott Bakula. It's got Scott Scott Bakula in it. Bakula. Dean Stockwell. Oh, that's uh, that's uh, the uh, the the guy that helps him through. The, the guy that's yeah. always got Ziggy. <laughs> but Tom Holland, dude, if you watch, I, I just gotta say right now, guys, if you haven't watched your so cool Brewster documentary, apparently it's on the it's on the Eureka Blu-ray version as one of the special features. I watched it's two and a half hours, which is longer than the actual. Yeah. Movie. It's fucking crazy. You can watch it's, it on Prime. It's so fucking good. But you can watch it on Shutter for free if you have Shutter, or if you have Prime and you have Shutter, you can watch it for free. But God, dude, it's so good. And on the documentary. It's really like it, I love watching documentaries like this one in particular because this one is done like as well as the one that was made for Creep Show. Mm-hmm. It's fucking great because they have so much like behind the scenes stuff from everybody. But the director made this as like a love letter to like monster movies he grew up in. And at the end, when they're talking to him, he's just like he's in tears, basically like crying, telling all the fans like "Thank you for making this movie what it is." And it 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 does it means something to Jessica. Yeah, no, My, it's really sweet. I, I, I quivered. <laughs> you could say it's one of two very very important vampire films of the eighties. I agree, man. I fucking love this movie. And it's a 10. <laughs> Close okay. the book on Friday Night. So for Tom Holland, we mentioned that he wrote uh, Psycho 2, but he also wrote The Beast Within, and he wrote fucking Class of 1984. Yes. Which and has Roddy McDowell We're going to get back to that. Yes. Yes. And um, Scream for Help, which is something we watched on X-Fest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which was Michael Winner. He directed that, and that was a like a 16-year-old girl who basically her... St- stepfather or her mother's boyfriend is like a criminal who is like trying to pull a scam over and they have burglars coming to the house i didn't see the whole thing you did, you oh did. my god it's such a well scream i think uh shaft factory just put it out on blu-ray and it's just a fucking i must have slept it through is, that but it opens up with uh the main character is a six-year-old girl and she gets she's getting she's going to pound town in the very like opening scene oh. of the movie and she's like topless oh. yeah. and she's supposed to be 16 yeah uh music by brad i don't know fido Fidel, Fidel, aka he's the Andy Dick of the synthesizer oh. stuff. He's on the documentary. Homebro oh. looks like Andy Dick. Does oh he? no, yes he does. Uh, oh well, man, I never got to the point where they were really talking shit, about the dude, music because he's by his fucking no, dude. In the documentary, we were talking about the vocal version of "Come to Me." It's not good, and he's fucking singing it, John. And, the, and, he, and he, John, dude, he's so yeah. he's listen. He's, he a, he's a talented musician, 
but he is so fucking into it. I'm gonna just I'll read the lyrics real quick, just <laughs> of just like the chorus. Come to me when you're lonely. Come to me when you need something new. <laughs> what? Come to me when you're restless. Cause I've got something just for you, just for you. <laughs> is this a, is this the it's the main theme? Yes. How is that the lyrics? Let's let's be real. It's amazing as an instrumental version that's in the actual movie. It is amazing. And then I guess he was high as a kite and convinced somebody that putting lyrics to it no. would be also a good uh, idea. So in the documentary, this is what he says. He wanted to, he specifically wrote that song and wanted to put it in the scene where initially, um, Oh, and they're making out? Uh, Serendonithes is trying oh. to bang Marcy, <laughs> like, like by the fireplace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wanted that no. song to play in the background. No. And the director's like, no, dude, you're taking, you're making it corny by putting this song yeah. here. And he agreed. And later he, he agrees. He's like, you know what? I wrote the song. I was it's so, so much better as an like, instrumental version. That was so hard. No, he said, I was so proud of it. That I couldn't step back and see that it would just taken away from the scene, but I still yeah. love the song. And he's like, and so we put it in other parts of the movie, and people were, would write me years later and say, "Where's the extended? Where's the full version of it?" <laughs> because people wanted to have sex to it. That's, oh basically, what, that's no. basically what he says. I swear to God. Yeah. So you you know Brad from uh, Night School, Just Before Dawn, Eyes of Fire, The Terminator. I mean, let's be honest. What? The Serpent and the Rainbow. Serpent and the Rainbow soundtrack is good, but dude. I think, I think, yeah. dude, like, as far as soundtracks go in this genre... Is, this, is it the top? Wait, I didn't finish. Terminator is the Terminator best. Terminator 2. Terminator yeah. Deuce. <gasps> True, <gasps> True Lies. Oh, my God. <laughs> Johnny Mnemonic starring Janos Reeves. I was a cyborg, and then they told me that cyborgs were taking over the world, and I was like, identity crisis! All right, I, I don't know what you're talking about, so I guess I have to see it. Johnny, identity crises? I'm in an I identity crises, man! I, mean, like, I, excuse I saw me. Scanner Darkly, and I don't know why. Oh, no. Scanner Darkly is like the cel-shaded version of that's like the weird animation. I watched yes. that movie one night when I smoked pot. With Wyona? Bad idea. Because oh, I balls? basically had a panic attack. And the next thing Steph knew, she had ball sacks slapping on her forehead. What would have that happen? Yeah, I was like, what is happening? And if balls hit Steph's forehead, it triggers her gag it reflex. Does. Most things <laughs> tri trigger my gag <laughs> reflex. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah, oh, apparently, yeah. a, a tongue oh compressor slightly into my mouth yeah. triggers yeah. my yeah. gag reflex. Yes. Talking about gag reflexes, we were at a goddamn Peruvian restaurant at, uh, at Monster Mania with Kelsey. Kelsey, oh, yes. Kelsey had <laughs> never... Uh, wait, a Peruvian restaurant in Maryland, and you trusted anybody uh, there? No. First off... I've gone there many Kelsey, times. it is known that Kelsey has a uh, a nut allergy. Why would you go to a Peruvian restaurant fine. not it knowing? Was it was fine. Yeah, but it was fine. she never ate flan before. And nope. she's like, and I was like, I'm getting flan. She's like, oh, I'm getting flan too. And she ate it and she went, look at What is flan again? It's, it's like a custard. It's like a custard, yeah. but it's that, more, but that, it's more gelatinous. Yeah. It's not That creamy. is not a thing that someone like her eats. It's fucking delicious, she dude. Was, no, she was, for, she was fighting vomit. What about like rice custard or whatever? This is what she said. I don't want to disrespect him. In his restaurant, and not eat it. <laughs> 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 oh <laughs> and the guy's really nice. The guy kept going, Amigo, amigo. Yeah, because it was good. like a, it's like a amigo, small family owned amigo, place. Yeah. Amigo, it's good, huh? Oh it's my good. god! And she's like, it's it's good, sir. Thanks, amigo. So... Thanks, thanks, amigo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how does she choke down her 
boyfriend shit then like i don't know i mean we're assuming I a lot assume of things it comes out like I mean, hopefully like flan hopefully <laughs> hopefully jay spice his cock Listen, doesn't taste like flan i wish I that mean, cum tastes like flan because it's nice and caramely and yeah. it's delicious I, 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 mm, the flan out of a penis though i, mean, I don't know yeah i mean it's like oh man i wish it tasted like deer meat it was so gamey when it came out of his dickhead like no, caramel no. john caramel not yeah, deer meat again it's not, not medicine. Th- that's not something it naturally would come out of somebody john, i'm just saying john i wish yeah. John, I don't you're know. Guys, Careful you're what not you wish for. Selling head to anyone right now. <laughs> like you need to I mean, sell just, that. I mean, just, so I just, I, guys, just be, be careful for flavored cum. I mean, don't, John, John, yeah. you don't know what you wish he for. He spent too much time on grinder. He's like, I'm a product. Like, clearly, he, like, John has never sucked his a dick before. You know, he's I like, mean, yeah. this is a little gamey today. John. I'm gonna <laughs> have to, I'm gonna have to eat more pineapple. I don't think the ladies are gonna like this batch. Where's the Jamba Juice? Give me some of that Jams! <laughs> Alright, I'm good to go Sambuca. now. I'm gonna go out with my glow sticks. I'm ready. <laughs> I spent my whole night soaking my fucking balls and dick in vinegar, hoping the bitches would like some taste. I put some pepper. No! I thought paprika is what works. I put, oh god, no. Dude, I put peppercorns and Too some spicy. dill in there. I thought they'd be Again, it. be careful what you wish for. Oh, you gotta pumpkin spice that so, shit right now. Oh, it's very oh, seasoned. Yes. yes. They're not Ruffles fucking chips, okay? Pretty soon it'll be eggnog. Let me ask you two women. Okay. Oh, right no. here. Yes. Where do you stand on the Sarandonathes? What like, are you talking about? Is, is he about? hot or is he not hot? Okay, listen. I want to say this. I've, I went going into Chris this Randon. dude. Chris going Randon. in this going, the vampire. Yeah. yeah. Going into this movie, I like never really thought about it to be no. honest because I'm not really attracted to older men. Oh. However. No. I don't know. He was kind of sexy. No. No, he was. He He's had this fucking Prince Humperdinck. He's a douche. He has like a thing about him. No, like, he this doesn't. charisma and this aura where He's like. He's got nothing. He walks in and like this sexy music plays and I'm like, I don't know. He I'm looks like completely hetero. He, he doesn't come off as a douche. He comes off no, like a sophisticated. Like, he looks like a dad. No, oh, he does no. not look like a dad. No, he looks like a, a bachelor. He doesn't look like a proud. dad. I don't know. I thought he was sexy. That's my okay. It's you, yes, and it's a no for Melissa. <laughs> yeah. okay. No. Is this a poll? You're he's a, just too oh old. God, post, he's too old. Please post the poll. I don't feel like he's too old. Instagram. No. He's too old for the bitch he's after. In but this she's movie. But actually a, 27, and at no point do you ever believe that she's listen, actually 17. Also, here's the thing about vampires. How old Age is he, doesn't though? really matter when it's a vampire. Right. You can, like, you can break that rule. He could be a thousand he years old. He looks like he's like 40 matter. years old at this but I mean, Melissa, Melissa, he's a vampire. Listen to the lyrics. Come to me <laughs> when you're lonely. So, like, it means, like, come to me when I'm your, not your first choice, but the only I mean, yeah. it feels like he wrote that when he was in the friend zone. Let's be yeah. real. <laughs> come to me when you've, like, exhausted all available dicks in the area <laughs> and you're really desperate, so I'm the only dick in town. And I'll still be hard. I mean, I guess I could be seduced by him, but oh, I, I would, don't know. You yes. guess, Melissa, if he rubs his cheekbone anywhere near your fucking his, his vulva, cheekbone? this is what he would do. He would be like, he would come over, he would spread his fucking hairy-ass Greek thighs, and he'd no. be like, and he'd be like, you want some, you want these falafel balls? You want some tzatziki on you? Tzatziki? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mean, it is good. Can I get some of this Greek? Greek is good. You want good. some of this Greek yoga, bitch? I thought that was a made-up word, so Jesse, no. congratulations. No, it's delicious. No, whenever I go to Zoe's Kitchen, I gotta have my tzatziki's. Yeah. yeah. Come and get that tzatziki. I I, I I, think Melissa's doing a hard... I, I think she's putting up a front. I'm just gonna say that. You want to I some? mean, I, think, I, I, think, I like tzatziki. I, think if, I, think I don't if, like this guy, I think but Chris, I like tzatziki. I, I swear to God, if Chris Sarandon came into this room in his fucking prime, that you would just fucking just get butt-ass naked and walk know. into the other this room. This wasn't his prime. Though, right? The fuck it wasn't? No, yeah, I mean, no, it was, was How old was he? He was one hand push up in it. I don't know. In his he already had some gray. I don't know. He's probably in his 30s. Yeah. I 30s. I think he was 37. I, I think, think they, so. I think they said he was 37. Was this yeah. before or after Prince Humberding? 
after. Listen, bitch, you're the one that doesn't talk much and has a phone, so. <laughs> Wow, stop talking. I'm talking you... a lot, fuck faces. God <laughs> damn it. Bro, that's my that's my that's me telling you shut the fuck up. Okay, I'm gonna continue. You look it up. I'll um, fucking kill you. Visual, <laughs> visual effects by Steve Johnson and Entertainment Effects Group. Uh, they worked on Ghost Story, Predator, Predator. I think we know that movie. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Four, The Dream Master, Howling oh, Four. God, my I'm terrible with Roman numerals sometimes. The original Nightmare, Leviathan, right? <laughs> I never say that Grab one right. people. Uh, Night Angel, Suburban Commando. The oh, S- Suburban Commando is the fucking best, bro. The Stand TV miniseries, another Stephen King. The Stand is, is, is acceptable, but not a great movie. Lord of Illusions. The best. Bad Moon, An American Werewolf in London. Bad Moon was fun, but still not good. Videodrome, Big Trouble in Little China. Night of the Demons, Dead Heat, Highway to Hell, Pet Cemetery 2, Return of the Living Dead 3, Innocent Blood, Species 2, and John's favorite movie of all time, Bicentennial Man. Oh, <laughs> he got his hand up all excited. And then he went, yeah! I ruined my delivery because I laughed. Got You're this. a human now, Peter. You can do it. You're doing it, Peter. You're moving like a robot. Oh, I jerk it. So he worked with Rick Baker. He did fucking Ghostbusters when he was 18 years old. Holy yeah. shit. Steve Johnson. That's amazing. And so Rick Baker, they wanted Rick Baker to do it. And he's like, I don't want to fucking do this goddamn movie. You do it. So they sent Steve Johnson there. J- Steve Johnson's 18 years old. And they're like, wow, we don't really trust you with this. So why don't you do a test thing? So the first thing he did for the Ghostbusters movie was the cab driver skeleton. Mm-hmm. And he did that. And they're like, fuck yeah, dude. In his room you, you for can, like a week. That's yeah, crazy. you can fucking do all this shit. But he's yeah. funny as shit because when he's talking about it, he's like, it was the 80s. Doing special effects was the best. He's like, I worked with three things in the 80s. I worked with latex, rubber, and cocaine. And I just did, co- I did <laughs> cocaine all day. Oh, oh the fourth God. thing, Linnea Quigley's vagina. So he fucking was caught having sex in the, in they called it the, the mud room, which was basically like a room where they had all the masks and all the latex like sitting. Mm-hmm. So it was just noxious. If you've ever smelled latex, Fumes. like like if you've ever smelled oh, liquid latex, Bad. it smells like, like almost like has that like, uh, like ammonia smell. It like yeah. makes your eyes burn and shit. It fucking makes your nose run. He was caught on the on the oh, no. set of this movie, Fright Night, banging someone back, banging like he's. They just said a girl backstage on like one of the barrels of latex. Oh no! And he's like, he's like, and the guy that caught him was just like, you just think about what all those chemicals were doing to his brain, oh, and it was just find his brain back there. <laughs> I mean, I probably a, well the coke he was snoring. I mean, I he's yeah. pretty, I, I find him pretty endearing because he's a cocky motherfucker. Like that's the impression that I got. Yeah. That's awesome. 18 years old. Also, Linnea Quigley's ex-husband. Yeah. Oh, when they're talking to him, he's like, he said the best thing, the thing that pissed him off the most about this movie was the director. He wanted Peter Vincent to have a hairpiece. They said, like, let's give him a hairpiece because otherwise it looks really phony when you have him in the real scenes with the gray because hair. Because the gray hair looks weird. It was like, it, it would looks make, like it's sprayed it, on. Yeah, it would make sense. Well, for it him to, it would yeah. make sense for him yeah. to do that on the show. But what we should do is when they come to his house for the first time, he should answer the door a little bit. And you can kind of see his bald like spot with like a little bit of hair brushed over. And he closes the door and he runs over and puts, puts a wig on. on. Yeah. And Tom Holland didn't want to do that. I was like, that would have been great because it like would've. it's such a little detail, but it would have added so much character to, like to that to yeah. his like uh, to Peter Vincent, you know? Yeah, whatever. Because it does seem idea. it's weird. That's the one that's like well, oh, that he's sh- walking around with that sprayed on yeah, hair. Yeah, it's like a weird yeah. gray spray paint. Yeah. Uh, so cast finally, um, Chris Sarandon, who we've mentioned multiple times already. As Chris Sarandon now Jerry 
Chris Sarandon now looks like Rick Grimes fused with <laughs> yes. Sal. He looks like Salomon. Yeah, he does. He like legit looks. Like oh, he's got the Christopher Lee like salt and yeah. pepper he, beard, I, dude. And he's a, the way his eyes are kind of like he, drawn he, down. Someone needs know. to get him before he dies. Chris Sarandon. Someone needs to get him and make a goddamn movie about where Christopher Lee. He plays Christopher Lee, mm. but make some fucking fun ass movie <laughs> like where he's Christopher Lee, but he's killing monsters okay. and, and he plays heavy metal. Who's listening to this idea? Let's, fucking let's somebody. Do it. Somebody do it, dude. Do I want Chris Sarandon? Because Chris Sarandon looks exactly. He does. Fucking like him yeah. now. It's crazy. Yeah. And the Princess Bride was in eighty seven. Okay. Two years after this. Um, so yeah, he was in So he was in his prime in Fright Night, is he what we're was saying. In Do- Apparently. Dog Day Afternoon. He's probably in his prime there. If you guys have seen that movie, it's excellent with the Pacino. No, no one's heard of this movie. What are have you, you talking seen about? It? Have you seen it? Yes. Oh, I don't believe you. Chris Sarandon's really <laughs> proud in Fright Night that he added he added the part where he, the fucking vampire's always eating apples. Why? What is that about? That he, is fucking weird. Because Tom Holland told everybody, he gave everybody their characters, and he said, you're all in charge of making... You have to write a backstory. Your <laughs> own backstory for your characters. It has to be like three pages long. Every character, no matter how insignificant. So Jerry came up with, I looked up bats, and you know, the majority of bats are fruit bats. So I thought like, yeah, I'm going to eat apples all the time. It's going to be the fucking best. <laughs> oh Wasn't it the best, guys? And I'm Tom, the best. Tom was into it. Tom's like, dude, you're a fucking... You're your guy. Well, A-list. What he said. A-list what he actor. said basically is like he researched like uh, vampirism and the history of vampires, and, and and at some point he came to the realization that at some point in the genealogy of vampires that they had to fuck a bat at some point, and that his bat tendencies as being a fruit bat would come over, and that so was his makes no his sense. mannerism. Yo, he's a fucking A list. <laughs> Put him on the A list. I mean, I don't know if you've seen other vampire movies, you know that they can't eat human food, so but, I think it doesn't make. Or they don't have genitals. Do you, but that. do you think he ate that ass? I mean, he ate that ass. I think he ate that I think ass. He, he for sure did. I think like did. an apple core. He's like, bitch, take off that toga because I'm about to eat that ass <laughs> like, to, like Toga and Razor. Look, I mean, in this world, like, you could be a flat-chested, like, look, uh, 27-year-old, and all of a sudden you got boobs in your ginger. Oh, my God, dude, but when she transmorphifies, transmorphifies. like, it is the sexiest thing but I've ever seen in my life. why does she suddenly have long hair? I don't dude. understand And tits. Expi- guys, I mean, it, it defies all explanation. Wait, so I want to, I want to believe. It. Like Steve Johnson made her the mold. Nipples are like humongous. Steve, Steve Johnson made the molds of her titties, and I want to believe that somewhere Lenae Quigley came in for a really uh, for yeah. a life casting of her tits. <laughs> well, at the time they gave her like yeah, fake tits and, yeah. and all those yeah, things. And, and she says in the goddamn documentary that she kept those tits and then she sold them at a horror con to somebody. And she's like, and she regrets it to this day. Someone is having real life sex with her fucking goddamn prosthetic tits. Titty fucking them. Yeah, they want, they I think somebody's got a fleshlight. Why she sell them? I don't know. She said, I wish I kept them. I mean, I guess becoming a vampire increases your sexuality. But let's think about, let, let's think about. That's uh, kind of point, the point of the movie. Let's think about Chris Sarandon's character real quick, okay? Because he's yes. a little devious. He seduces and pills Charlie's mom. Okay, we figured, we, we see that. He sucks Charlie's best friend who later dies an awful death. Yes. And then he bangs his girlfriend he? and turns her into a much sexier version of herself before letting him have her back, but she's not sexy anymore. He's like, come to me, be sexy, redheaded queen, then go back to being Marcy next door, married with children, you're going to have sex with fucking Charlie again. But I, I mean, we're, assu- well, we're assuming they had sex. Oh, they did. I don't know about that. Yeah, no. Who? No. Well, her and the vampire? Yeah. yeah. They did I mean, not she's have really sex. sweaty when she's left on the There's floor. Because she was transforming. What's the Was she transforming? John, she was fucking transforming. Was she transforming. Was it post-coitus sweat? No, she no. was transforming. They did not have sex. Okay. I don't think they had sex. Call bullshit on this. vampires don't have sex because they're a fucking general No, 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 no. Listen, listen. Chris Tarantins does. They were on. They were in front of a fireplace. He, I mean, he's on, a dooster. Listen, let he me... He for sure seduced Steph, her. shut up. Okay. Let me finish. <laughs> oh, my God. Bearskin rug, fireplace. 
Then he had to change her out into that dress. That at some is point. immediate. Shoot, 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 shoot. <laughs> sex I there. agree. If it's humans we're talking about, we're talking about a vampire. Also, Charlie like had to go from the club to Peter Vincent's apartment, and there was a lot of time in Steph, between. Yeah, if you're talking about vampires, it just amplifies it even more because vampires are much sexier than us. Yeah, but I think for them, it's all about the bite. Uh, it's uh, not uh, about if, the pen, If I may interject, yeah, I mean it's, it's completely true that uh, vampires are uh, pretty <laughs> think sexy. Of, if Chris Sarandon was a regular human, his balls would be average size, but because he's a vampire. His ball sack has just grown to a size of a two grapefruit. Yeah, well, I mean, that, complete, complete, complete engorgement. Full of vampire semen. <laughs> oh I mean, they weren't tight pants, though. They were super pleat 80s. Tight, but they were not Listen, loose pants. I mean, you would have seen, seen two grapefruits in there. He's, in my wearing, he's, wearing, some da- he's wearing a dad outfit. <laughs> this whole movie. Uh, thank you, like, dad outfit. But at the same time, I want to suck that dad's dick. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't. Okay. I want to call him daddy. What, what else was he? What else was Chris Sarandon? He was also in... Daddy, give me that cock, daddy. The Sentinel? The Princess Bride, Child's Play, The Resurrected, Whispers, The Nightmare Before Christmas. I had Jack no, I, Skellige. I yeah, I I had no idea. idea that he was Jack Skellington. Me neither. Um, Temptress and Bordello of Blood. I mean, like like Melissa said, Prince Humperdinck and Princess Bride. Yeah. So, I mean, you do the math. E equals MC eat that ass. You know what <laughs> no. I'm saying? You gotta eat it. Oh, I want to take your math class. That's I mean, you have taken see. it many times already, Steph. I uh, know. In the butt. More times than I can count. I have to put it in Steph's butt because the gag reflex is too, <laughs> too strong. From <laughs> her vagina. <laughs> Sorry, From her vagina. Her gag reflex oh. in her vagina. Like, is that what I'm hearing? It's, it's the farther, it, scientifically, if you look at the cutaway here, Melissa, that I provided you, uh, it's the furthest part away from her I gag mean, reflex. I mean, if you really no, no, because the vagina is not at all connected to anything to do no, with the you, gag reflex. But if you look again at this cutaway that I got at Kinko's right a here, a mouth you can and see. a butthole are opposite ends of a tube. Yes. So, right. You know. But also, if you if you decimate something <laughs> hard enough, it will connect with other things. Is that, <laughs> is that how that works? Yeah, if you decimate it. <laughs> with I mean, your micro. I, I, did, I was watching a porn once where this girl was like gagging because like the guy was like fucking her so hard. All right, and I was I, really I, upset wait, about it. I have to it. stop the podcast right here. It's hard, <laughs> it's hard for me to take anything that Jesse says right now seriously. Don't listen to anything he says. Because you can see his upper lip. Because Shaved his mustache just a little bit. I know it is distracting. You're I not getting. Like, you're not getting the side. Like see you're, you're not getting the side. Me. You're not getting the side profile Done. of Jesse. Right I will now. take. I will take my headphones off and I'll kiss you right now, so you can feel my gristle. It's so weird. That's how I'm gonna kiss him. No, the funniest thing. Oh But you're getting me on the top of my head, Crystal. It was bold. It was bold. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was like I was making out with a man. <laughs> oh, God. Was, that, was, that, was that a little oh gamey? Did you taste my gamey? It was yeah. like deer. The yeah, funniest thing is, though, when he came from home from work, I purposely didn't say anything for like a good 40 minutes about his mustache. <laughs> so that's the, guy, that's the experience I had with every coworker. Oh, <laughs> they would stare at me for 20 minutes and say, what did you change? <laughs> walked in and I, I never say anything to anyone and I was like what's wrong with your face <laughs> like, like what I don't know, it just changes your whole life yeah, I understand, I, understand. Yes, he's, I mean it's not bad it's like that time my dad traumatized me and he shaved off his mustache when I was a kid I was like oh, who's the stranger in my house my dad did that to us too and I was like oh my god please no where's my dad at yeah, but, oh. I, but I kept my. I had to keep this. I know. I appreciate oh, you. But again, you. But, it, but again, it creates the opposite effect because it creates this like little like like valley between your face. <laughs> I don't know. What I'm you're dying inside right now. No, 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 no. Oh, I hurt. No, don't Jesse, die. I hurt. Jesse, it's okay. I hurt so deep. It's okay. <laughs> I was like, did he get more bald Guys, somehow? I am the. I, <laughs> I I'm the front. Shut up! Okay, I've listened to it long enough, and I had enough. 
And then back to the cast. (laughs) (laughs) Roddy McDowell as Peter Vincent. He was so he started out acting as a a child. child. Yeah. He was in Lassie Come Home. Oh my god, that movie is the best, guys. (laughs) I knew most of the cuts on that. My mom and I have watched that together forever. But it is so sad. So fucking sad. Was that when they put was that when they put Lassie out? No, no, no. no. I think is Elizabeth? Yeah. Um, no, and that one they tell Lassie. What's to, her name's they, in they it? They ask La- La- Lassie to bite the curb, and then. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's sad. She she's lost, and she ends up with this guy that has like a gypsy thing, and he has this little Jack Russell terrier, and these fucking band vandals vandals kill no. the Jack Russell terrier. <laughs> I just picture training a dog to bite a fucking curb. No, this is what happens. Lassie's pissing on the rug again. Get her out there! Don't no. like the <laughs> It has like the best soundtrack. So he was also in the Planet of the Apes series, the Poseidon Adventure. Who is he in that? Poseidon Adventure. Is he, he the preacher? Cor- well, he was like eight different Cor- apes. Cornelius. Cornelius the series. in the first movie that he was in, and then yeah, he, he played different characters. He's a phenom. Um, the Legend of Hell House, Embryo, Laser Blast, and the, probably the best movie. Class of 1984. Yes, that dude. He, and he's awesome in that fucking movie too. The movie's so good. He was actually up to play Pennywise the Clown, and really? he and he lost it to Tim Curry. It was well, like between him and Tim I mean, Curry. That was probably a good choice. Which but. is good because also I, I confuse him with Dennis Christopher all the fucking time because they looked very similar. Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah, they, they do. They absolutely yeah. have a similar look. Um, but he was in the he was in Friday Night Part Two, mm-hmm. and the thing that pisses me off about Friday Night Part Two is all this shit happens in the first one. Okay, Charlie's in the second one. Charlie goes to see a psychiatrist. And his psychiatrist and him come to the realization that Jerry wasn't a vampire, Jerry was a serial killer. But in the same time, Peter Vincent still believes in vampires, so Peter Vincent's trying to tell him that, like, no, vampires are still amongst us. What about Evil Ed? He just thinks Evil Ed was killed by... Evil Ed, Evil Ed doesn't make an appearance in the second one because they asked, he was contractually obligated to be in the second one, mm-hmm. but he, he made up some lines that he was in another movie because actually, believe it or not, Stephen Jeffries did not want to take this role because he wanted to be a serious actor at the time. He didn't want to be like he didn't want to be like jokey, right? And He's this, so and, fucking but then he weird. did nine seven six evil. He did. He did go back on it and did that and did and basically plays for all counts purposes almost the, the same, same character. character. Yeah. But I God, dude, we'll get this to Jeff. I please. thought he well, was the red eyed person. Or were they saying that that is, is no, the sister? Yeah. No, 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 that's over supposed, there. No, that was supposed to be him in the first yeah, one at yeah. the end of the very end of the movie. It was just a okay. Cool, it was. Yeah. Just, I don't really think necessarily they were trying to say he was still alive. It was just kind of a cool call back to the beginning. <laughs> I don't really think that's what they were trying to Darwin, do. Darwin, shut the fuck up. Well, it's also like you know when they but do like here, those uh, <laughs> those uh, stinger endings too. Yeah. Just yeah. having yeah. like a it's not fully resolved. Well, because Tom Holland initially when he wrote the script, Amy wasn't in it at all, right? So it was just she her character wasn't in it. So then he went back when he rewrote when he did a second draft, he added the Amy character, and then when he did his third draft, he didn't think the story was was settled enough. Like he did the ending didn't have like a punch. It didn't have like that part where you're like, oh okay, it calls back to the beginning. So yeah. then he. Did the you're so cool Bruce and he's oh, like okay, okay now it feels like it's a, a yeah. whole package. Stephen Jeffries as Evil Ed. He was in The Chair, Nine Seven Six Evil, Moon Forty Four, Porn, and then he did a bunch of uh, porn movies. I'm gonna name a few of those: Hole in the Wall, Sex oh on God. the Beach, Virtual Stud. I don't really believe but that. But they were gay, dude, they listen, were gay porn. Listen, yeah, yeah, he's gay. He's gay porn. 
But he like nobody likes to have to, sex right? on the beach. No one wants sand on no. their dick. No, no one, one wants sand in their ass. No, no one wants sand in their pussy. No, it's the worst. It I don't even like sand but on my is fucking it feet. Filmed on the beach or is it alive? Yeah, no, it's on the I beach. I never watched. He's it. getting. <laughs> he's like packing. You know when you when there's a fucking <laughs> flood and they pack fucking bags of sand. They pack the bags of sand. Mechanics by day and that's bi by day lube job by night. So it's a full service mechanic shop. Leather after midnight. Snap on. Leather after midnight. Asshole till the dawn. No. Rocking till the morning. (laughs) My asshole is gone. All the tightness is gone. (laughs) So good. Latin crotch rockets. Why? Just 18 and gay. That's it. Hunk hotel. Transsexual prostitutes. One and two. Gets down right to the nitty gritty. Wow. Butt blazer. Oh. Buff and gay and halfway house hunks. Oh my god. <laughs> Listen, you know, I'm trying to get my life back on track, but you know, I never said I'd give up the D. Uh so oh, we're up to formats. Oh wow. VHS released in nineteen eighty five by Columbia TriStar Home Video. DVD first released in nineteen ninety nine by Columbia Pictures with many subsequent re releases. Subsequent. Blu-ray. Two limited pr- print runs were released by Twilight Time in 2011 and again in 2015. Both are OOP. I want to I mention real quick um, William Ragsdale because there's like, some cool trivs on him. He's the, he's the main dude. He's kind of like... He's Charlie almost, Brewster. He's almost like a wannabe um, Billy from Gremlins, that yeah. actor. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, he, okay, so this is how he got the part. He auditioned for the movie Mask. Yes. With Stoltz. And he, Stoltz. Lo- he lost it to Stoltz. He <laughs> oh, lost it to Stoltz. Thank- that was good for him. He auditioned because they told his um, agent told him they needed someone sickly looking and frail. <laughs> so he went for that, but he didn't get it. And Stoltz. he said, I'm super thin at he the time. He doesn't look that way, though, right? No. He's, got, he's got little cherub he cheeks in this. Normal. Yeah. Um, but because he went for that audition, his agent called him back like a following like couple weeks and he auditioned for Fright Night and he got that. So during the filming of this movie, like in the almost in like the very beginning, he ended up um, and it was a really stupid way he did it when he was just walking down the steps because uh, Tom Holland told him to redo the scene and walk faster down the steps. And so he redid the scene, tried to walk faster down oh the steps. No. And he, oh no. he, fre- he fret boogied and he oh broke no. his foot. Oh broke no. his foot. And Holy so, shit. And so because of this broken foot, he had to go to there was this like insurance debate between the insurance company and the producers and he basically told he told when he was at the doctor's he's like i don't know why they're making me wear all this it's not that bad so then the insurance company got involved and said he said it's not that bad so you guys have to take care of it on your end we're not paying for it so basically a producer was following him around in every scene and he would be talking to him in the background saying you're costing me a hundred thousand dollars a day. Holy shit! Piece of shit because everything would take twice as long because he oh was hobbling. And, and it's in the it's in the documentary. It's a real creepy story because he's like, yeah. So that happened, and uh, looking back on it, it was a pretty scumbag fucking thing to he, do because he was a young guy. Yeah. And everybody pretty much trying to intimidate him. Yeah. I'm surprised you even like. I, wow. I would fucking quit. I'd be yeah. like, I'd be like, no, go fuck yourself. But yeah. what else was he doing? I, well, like look, you wouldn't quit. Well, look, I'm gonna jump ahead in the trivs. Charlie Sheen auditioned for the role of Charlie. <laughs> They weren't paying that money though. Tom Holland's like you. No, fucking, this is before you, he was popular. You're so. too sexy. You're gonna make me come every time I gotta shoot your face. But I mean, the angles. Be, don't you? Is some part of you want a Charlie Sheen no. in this movie? No, no, no. really? No, because no, I agree. Because I agree, he's too much of a face. Like, it, oh, his, fuck. His face would just see. I, this is why I like this movie because he that that dude. Um, Ragsdale is just an average-looking dude, yeah. and it lets it lets all the sexiness go to yeah. fucking Chris Sarandon, which but, it I mean, should. Fucking Chris Sarandon just punks the. Sh- 
He's like, I'm gonna drink your fucking milkshake. I'm gonna drink your lunch, and I'm gonna eat your girl's pussy right in front I of mean, you. I see what you're saying, John, but but that's too heavy handed having Charlie Sheen. In yeah. I mean, it's still, a, it's still I mean, a ten for me. But I I just if I could go back in time, I like the Amy dynamic. Amy was kind of useless, but whatever. I like, and I agree too. But, but I, I don't, the, uh, and, and I thought that initially too. But the entire point of Amy is for her to have that sexual awakening, and I, I feel like guess. that's why they did that. Well, Tom Holland says the reason he picked her specifically was because she could do not be overtly sexy and do comedy at the same time yeah. so it was like a good like uh, she a good balance. is yeah. not sexual to me at all she isn't in, in, in until she transforms, she yeah. transforms well, and well I, the dance scene in the club when she, she gets her puffy hair I'm like okay I'm on board oh, yeah. her 100%, hair is getting yeah. larger yeah. and larger that's intentional that's intentional yeah. 100% yeah. I agree with you but the, I think the but problem is I know her from Married with Children exactly and exactly but even still translate even still like well do you remember in Married with Children so when she was a lesbian in that? No, no, she wasn't a lesbian. I thought she left her husband at one point. No, she had a sister in the show that was a lesbian that visited oh. her that was called Mandy, and <laughs> she was a lesbian. Oh, I don't know. And she actually, that um, actress actually ended up directing like 40, 30 or 40 episodes of Married with Children, oh. and she started directing a lot of TV shows after that. Interesting. But I remember her character, her sister's character specifically, because she looked exactly like Marcy and would come over, but she was a lesbian. Oh. And, <laughs> I don't oh, remember that. And the fucking name of the episode? Les be friends. Oh no! Swear to God, we're not even fucking making it up. Be friends. (laughs) All right, time to get into trivia. Fright Night was the most financially successful horror film. We already said this of the 1985 summer season. Second highest grossing film of 1985 behind A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. Serendipitous was breaking the backboard with his pants off and just swinging his big dick right in Columbia's face. Freddy's Revenge. We love that. We love that movie. Episode 25. (laughs) Wow. Melissa pick. I know it was my pick. Yo, Melissa, I mean, you know what's up. Nothing beats that scene, the scene where he's dancing around his bedroom. Freddy's I inside mean, me. Rottweilers at one point, right? When he slaps his coach's ass. No, no, let me close this drawer with my butt. Yes. <laughs> when he's I, I didn't get it. I didn't get the sexual. Didn't get it. Yeah, it's there. Sexual. Much of the film's $9 million dollar budget was spent on special effects. It was the first vampire film well to spend it. $1 million on special effects. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. The wow. best. So good. I was so surprised. Right? Because you don't see a lot until the end of the movie, and then it's like, goddamn. And then it's like a werewolf movie, plus a vampire movie, <laughs> yeah, plus, uh, plus a plus a melt movie, plus oh a my, Jaws movie. Plus a giant bat movie. I mean, it's all in there. Mm. Wow, that bat. Yeah, Gotta hit great. all the bases. That's great. Oh, my God. Um, director Tom Holland asked the wardrobe person to rub ice on Heidi Sorensen's. She's the hooker that gets out of the car. Or she, the, no, the sex worker. Escort. Sex, I mean, it's a fucking on where no, no, sex no. worker she's, guys she's, on where her nipples. She's, test, she's fucking. I didn't notice her nipples. Oh, who oh. The fuck? Melissa, I wasn't paying attention yeah, at yeah, all. Melissa, you you were fast forwarding too early. Melissa, they, I were, was. they were holding that dress up. I didn't up. see anything. You no, tell me you you recognize my mustache missing, but you didn't recognize them fucking nipples, bitch. Come on, dude. I don't care about hookers' <laughs> nipples because it, it because of the way the dress is cut. It's like also, why her, does anyone care about man, that? I thought, I thought her skirt was on backwards at one point. Because I'm like that slit is gonna go rip right the crack of her ass. Yeah. Mm. Listen, I didn't care. Sexy. Mm. Sexy. I didn't care mm. what that woman was doing as long as she was strutting. <laughs> Strut. Get in her ass. Amanda Bierce was required to remove her top for a scene in the film in which her back and shoulders are viewed, oh, but she no. was uncomfortable so being topless. So Tom Holland took off his clothes and got into the shower naked, <laughs> no. like, much like in. Uh, and, some, and, and weirdly, the camera was on the, the entire time. On. No, and, that didn't happen. But she did cover her breast with duct tape. That's it, also it does, not a poor, that's a poor choice for uh, I know because it's real sticky. That. No. No. Uh, for her final transformation into a vampire, she donned a prosthetic breastplate, which we already mentioned, to en- enhance her cleavage. 
Although you don't see cleavage. You just see you giant just see boobs giant and nipples. giant nipples. Um, in 2012, she brought them to a horror convention and encouraged fans to feel her boobs while she signed autographs. That, no. Feel my boobs. I would have done that. I mean, listen, Jesus Christ, I would have did that. Yep. The next thing you know, my junk would have been touching it. And I, said, <laughs> and I would have said, what my junk but touches she becomes money? mine. Because... No, she probably just did it for fun. She's a, dude, know. she's awesome. In the documentary, she's fucking awesome, she's dude. I love fun, her. Yeah. She's funny. She pretty, fucking cracks jokes on everybody that was in I the mean, movie. pretty much with the exception of Stephen Joffrey's, everybody in this film, down to the cop that was in the scene, the movie for one scene, were all embraced this film for what it is. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. While blocking a scare scene, director Tom Holland asked visual effects man Randall William Cook if he could devise a shark mouth for one of the vampires. There was neither time nor money left in the budget to create an elaborate prosthetic. But Cook agreed to concoct a rig over a weekend with the provision that it would only be seen on screen for a few seconds. And then it fucking basically became the movie, the movie poster. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, um, her face—it's really yeah. great. He's like, he's like, I'm only going to show it for like half a second. It doesn't even have to look yeah. good. And the guy's like, okay. But, and I kept, I was looking at the movie poster, and I was like, that's not his face. Like, where the fuck does this happen? And then at the end, when it happens, I was like, Man. there it fucking look, is. Look, look, yeah. I, will, I will go out. Holy I will shit. go out on a limb and say right now, next to Return of Living Dead Part Two. This movie and that movie have some of the most iconic movie poster imagery from the yeah. I, 80s. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I agree. You cannot awesome. look at that Fright Night poster and not see that fucking face yeah. in, the, in the cloud. A puppet that was created for the ghost librarian's monstrous visage puppet. in Ghostbusters from 1984. I was, was like, why is she here now? Why, was rejected as being too terrifying for a PG movie. When the FX crew subsequently went to work on Fright Night, they realized the rejected model resembled the vampire bat they'd created. So they repurposed and utilized it for the vampire's fiery what? destruction. Fiery Hell yeah. destruction. One of the life masks of Roddy McDowell taken for the Planet of the Apes franchise is visible in Peter Vincent's apartment. It is. Hmm. Well, what, what else? Klaus Kinski's Nosferatu mask is in there. I by, saw that. It's uh, That's a Don Post mask. Did, is that the one that had the little hands with it? Too? Yeah. Oh, the, uh, the glass cases yeah. right there? Yeah. 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 In 1988, the film was adapted as a PC game for Commodore Amiga computers. Whoa. Players portrayed Jerry Dandridge, who had Damn. 12 hours of darkness to visit name. every room. It, it is. really is. That's like a strange choice for a fucking vampire yeah. name in any world. I mean, Dan- world. Dandridge would work if it had some other more they like um, no, sophisticated no, 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 name. No, it needs to be like Romanian or something. No, it could have been Dan. They could have. They should have just called him Dandridge. Yeah. Jerry is just weird. It's like. Jerry's a weird name. It is weird. I feel like they were trying to go for that like he's just trying to blend in but still yeah. at the same time it's strange. Like it's trying to be an average well, name. Make him wear dad clothes and his buddy can wear dad clothes. <laughs> I mean, maybe yeah, I mean, we make it weird because of Gary. I'm, 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 I'm glad you guys finally came to the realization that Charlie Sheen should have been this no. Uh, nobody never, ever we never said that, that to you. <laughs> you know what I do think though? I do think it would be awesome if they made like a movie where it's Jerry and his butler <laughs> and it's like a perfect strangers, but like it's like a yes. Bakibor Takamus and Larry and he's trying to teach him the world of like the big city. Right. What yeah. was the guy's name? Billy or Brian? I'd call Billy. him I just call him roommate Billy. the whole time. <laughs> Right, so in the game, he has 12 hours of darkness to visit every room in his sprawling mansion and kill intruders. No. All of the principal characters from the film were included, with the glaring exceptions of Detective Lennox and Jerry's henchman, Billy Cole. Why? You know what? That, that game looks like the fucking Nightbreed game. Exactly. Looks, looks well, like, it's for the same thing. It looks fucking yeah. exactly the same. Good sprite art. Mm. For Evil Ed's transformation scene, a full-size wolf puppet was made. Oh my god, this is my oh, fucking favorite part of the movie. Amazing. When it's like it's on the floor, it's like pulling itself. That's so oh, upsetting. It. Oh, so it, upsetting. it's dead legs. Yeah, it's yeah, dead legs. It has, like, uh, it's like staked and it's pulling itself. I mean, floor. I mean, its torso is like dragged along it's, the floor. It's yeah. good. No, it's good. 
However, it's animal torture. It's good. It's actually actor Stephen Jeffries buried under the more wolf-like makeup and fake head. When Stephen Jeffries is buried under the wolf werewolf mask, the FX team poured a solution into his mouth oh God, to this- add a thick saliva-like texture and then realized they used dental adhesive, which was gluing the actor's mouth shut. It's the best because in the, in the documentary they talk about it and he's like, yeah, and I was like, get me the, get, what is it called? That shit that makes the thickening? With the uh, meta- me- methasol. Methasol. He's like, give me the methasol, give me the methasol. And I started pouring in his mouth and... And then I poured it in the eye. I poured it in the eye, but it wasn't really the actor's eye. It was like, you know, the, uh, the prosthetic oh, eye. Yeah. And when he's I, and when he's I seeing through it, the neck of the creature. He's like, and when I poured it through the prosthetic eye, it started getting all weird and milky. And I told him, that's not the methicillin. Oh my God, that's the glue. And I just heard Jeffrey going, ah! <laughs> 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 Well, you can, they, they put the mask next to him oh in the God. interview. He's like, looking at the mask. He's like, yeah, I've got like PTSD for this. Oh, that's why he started to get bored. It is the best because he's like, yeah, I don't have any well, good memories of that suit. It took him 18 hours for them to do that, the appliance. That makeup, yeah. And he, they had to do multiple takes of it. So oh. you yeah. do the math. Even when they're doing Chris Sarandon's thing, they said it took them eight hours and it basically got to the point where like they would let him actually airbrush like, the fingers yeah, and, like, doing to the save like two hours it. off the time. And yeah. he's like, he's like, he's like, I told him, you gotta let me do something because I can't sit here for eight hours every every morning. Let me do something. Yeah, so they had yeah. Him and meanwhile, Charlie Brewster's like, I just walk in, no. get my coffee, Dude. sit down, <laughs> take my Craft service is amazing. Oh, so good. They said, um, which one? Stephen Jeffrey said they gave him some kind of pills when he was when they're putting the makeup <laughs> on because it took so long. He's like, they gave me some pills. I think it was to help me sleep, but I just you know I dry dry swallowed them. They gave me a bunch of pills. Oh my Here, god! Take this Valium. God. Yeah, it's in the fucking. It's in That's the, it's in the so they, they, the readily, they readily said like it this. It was Benadryl, guys. They, they readily said the FX crew had down. fucking cocaine oh, on dude, set. All oh. cocaine was just like being. Can we just I, go back to the eighties? Let's do it. What are we doing cocaine here, guys? Was like, cocaine was like legit Tylenol back in the eighties. Like if you <laughs> fucking had a headache and you were a little sleepy, just fucking snort a fat ass rail. God, I, w- I would love the eighties. No, like in the eighties, we'd be like twenties there, dude. Like we'd be great, dude. No, I when, mean, if we were in the eighties and we had this podcast, no one would know what a podcast was. <laughs> it would be so popular. Be oh fucking nuts. We'd be the only podcast. I think people would just think we were crazy, and no one would have a fucking iPod, so no one could listen to it. But we'd be mm. like, we're on iTunes, and be like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> we're on college radio. <laughs> Perhaps you've heard of us. Mm. Yo, we got a podcast on cassette. Because of the horrible experience he'd had making The Sentinel in 77, Chris Sarandon was ap- apprehensive about taking a role in another horror movie. Meanwhile, the writer... Oh my God, I'm stumbling over my words. Usually happens by this time. Writer Tom Holland decided to direct Fright Night himself because he was so disgusted by the film that had been made from his last screenplay, Scream, Scream for Help from 1984. Both movies were directed by Michael Winner. The Sentinel is the fucking best. So I don't know why people... So people either love the Sentinel or hate is on it. Is the Sentinel where the creepy old guy's in the corner? Yeah, he comes out of the corner. Yeah. The, the gate to hell is in the apartment. Yeah. yeah, but the fucking best thing, like Christopher Walken's in that. He's young as shit. Uh, what's her name from uh, Christmas Vacation? Oh, Bef- uh, Beverly D'Angelo. Yeah, and she's a fucking lesbian. Oh, and yes, like, and rubbing the crazy her pussy, neighbors. Rubbing her pussy. Yes. Oh, it's insane. She's like a lesbian in it, and she's like fucking, like, they comes in, and she's like, yeah, look like at a, it. Yeah. Oh. She, she's really young, and it's really crazy. <laughs> Coincidentally, Stephen Jeffries and Amanda Beers had played a couple in Fraternity Vacation. That's the sound it makes when I put my dick under stuff. 85. No, no, it, you, you know what sound it makes? That. It makes... Yeah. Tonight, tonight stuff all night yeah. when you're trying to sleep. All night long. Just a little dickhead on that. Little dickhead under your tongue. And went straight from filming that movie to working on Fright Night. Both films were also scored by composer Brad Fidel. Fidel. 
Fidel. Fidel goes west. I just just think Fidel Castro. Just, call, just call him Andy Dick at the synthesizer. Okay, director Tom Holland sought out Fidel. Fidel. What did we say it was? Fidel. Holy so score fucking the movie shit. Because call him whatever you want. You could call him Dick Sandwich. No one's listening. He had been impressed by the music in the Terminator from 84. I mean, and if ex- anybody wasn't impressed by the Terminator music, God rest yeah. their soul, because that shit is a fucking, that's, that's probably one of my favorite fucking soundtracks of all time. No, no, themes. Sorry, themes. Why haven't we done that? Do, 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 do. I don't know. But I'm not even do, reading do, any more do, of that. I'm moving on. Someone needs to fucking pay for it, Melissa. Yeah, pay for it. These we can't pe- do things we like I mean, anymore. I'm, I'm we have it, to wait. I'm shocked it took us three years to do Fright Night and it was a Jesse pick. Damn. I had to get it done, dude, because listen, some things, like, I had to take the initiative to just get it done because yeah. these people... These people out there in Satan land, they're just... It's like they're trying to impress us. They're, no, they're, no, they're <laughs> not trying to impress me. No, they're trying to pick shitty movies. They're, like, they're, they're impressing the, us they're, with no, the they're, shittiness. Listen, they're trying to prime us for the group or no, <laughs> this, this is what it is. You can't be primed for that. I'm the perfect specimen, Charlton Heston. I'm on stage and all these monkeys are trying to throw their shit at me. That's what it is. Is that what it is? And is I'm like... Planet of the Apes like, reference? Get these damn dirty apes off my podcast! <laughs> Are we the apes or who's the apes? The listeners no, are the apes. Okay, thanks. Good. Good. Poop at us. And I mean that yeah. in a lovingly you. way. Thank you, yeah. listeners. Uh, and if, that, if you throw that poop at us, please let it be a five-star review on iTunes. Yeah. Yeah. And a $50 or Patreon a level. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. But I mean, guaranteed by all the sidetracks we're taking on this episode, we just fucking got 10 more. We did. Oh, that's okay. All these we sidetracks were no, 10. No, no, no. We did go back up to a five-star podcast for a day. And then someone wrote another negative review and went back down to 4.5. Jesse, so that's cool. Just, just edit this out. The struggle. Okay. The struggle. I'll edit five, 55% of this podcast <laughs> and then there'll be no fucking interruptions. Yeah. It'll just be factual information. No, that's boring. And then people go, nobody likes that. Ew, <laughs> okay. You just edit that's, that because I don't want to hear that. That's that. too accurate. <laughs> like, Jesse Time is <laughs> when he got to the base. Facts. The nightclub set used in Fright Night was a former hardware store near the studio, which had been renovated for the Frankie Goes to Hollywood sequence. Oh, Ace Hardware. In Brian De Palma's Body Doubles from 84. John Madden, was, year. John Madden was there. Both films were released by Columbia Pictures. And he had fucking jock itch everywhere. The bulk of the film was shot on the Disney backlot, and the neighborhood had then recently it. been used in Something Wicked This Way Comes. Oh, from 83. <gasps> Something was in the beginning. <laughs> That's what I say when I get the jacket all over. I'm like, something oh wicked God. this way comes, and I spray the tough I had to act and all I had to read that in ninth grade English, and it was disturbing. I never read it. And then we watched the movie. Yeah. I never saw it. Yeah. It's actually good. But actually, Although, Melissa, what Melissa's what? not saying, her teacher just put on straight up like yeah. anal porn, <laughs> and he said it was from uh, sometimes they come back or whatever no sometimes <laughs> they come back something wicked this way comes exactly, you exactly. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. sometimes they come back is, 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 a, Stephen, is a Stephen King made uh, for TV movie that I thought was an actual movie sometimes, included in my list sometimes they come back for anal although <laughs> that is a good porto oh my god yes. Although William Ragsdale and Amanda Bierce are playing teenagers, in reality, Ragsdale turned uh, 24 and Bierce turned 27 during filming. To, to the d- disbelief of no one. Right. No one. <laughs> Mom, I don't want hot cocoa. I didn't have a nightmare. <laughs> Son, you're too old to be in my house like in two years. Oh my God, it's so fucking weird. I'm when, taking like, your health care away. When kids can't sleep and the mom's like, just drink some hot oh, milk. Oh, no, hot and milk rem- is the worst. When I was a kid, I tried to do that and I put... I put <laughs> I put when milk. Is this, when is this when you were by yourself and yeah. your mom was at work? Yeah, and I put the milk on in a pan and I tried to cook it and then all the skin started to grow over <laughs> the milk. Do it! Do 
Yes. Oh. I, I tried to put it in the cup and it was like a whole piece of Betty White skin went into my mug. Yeah. <laughs> Did you not have Did a you microwave? Drink it? It, 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 looked, it looked like a fucking tortilla went in my cup. It, it happens. <laughs> Did it you happens. drink it? I, I took the skin off and I tasted Warm it. Oh my god. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Warm milk tastes so it, weird. It felt like someone put their finger under my tongue. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, shit. Uh, Originally, the script featured a radically different ending, which was revised prior to filming. As Charlie and Amy lie on the bed making out, Fright Night comes on TV and Peter Vincent declares, Tonight's creepy crawler is Dracula Strikes Again. Obviously about vampires. You know what vampires look like, don't you? They look like this. Charlie and Amy are horrified as Peter begins to transform. Once his transformation into a vampire is complete, he stares into the camera, says, hello, Charlie. And then the picture freeze frames and the credits roll. I would have been okay with that. Live from New York, cool. it's Saturday night! I, I did almost think that he got bit. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a cool ending, but yeah, cool. It's, I think it's I just... I like the way it ended. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. And finally, Fright Night pays numerous tributes to Salem's Lot from 79, such as the house with the large staircase and window backdrop, the basement finale at dawn... Ooh. The older man, younger boy vampire hunters, the human guardian and his final demise on the stairs. You know what? This movie could have used some Michael Moriarty. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Return to Sam's Lot. Oh, that's a sweaty vampire palm. <laughs> that's a sweaty vampire palm. <laughs> the head vampire in Fright Night is also similar to the Barlow character in the novel by Stephen King, which was drastically altered in the teleplay. And uh, on that note, we'll be back after this brief intermission. <laughs> In your brain already full of mush, you want to pollute that worthless mind of yours even more. Seek out the devil worshippers and to purify their spirits by burning them! The man has gone berserk while watching a double feature horror program. Love and lust are the same to him, like being raped by the devil. His kind of love can only bring you sin, and his arms can only bring you evil. Satan is real. Beyond the limits of mortal fear, outside the realm of imagination, there's a place where every nightmare you've ever had comes true. <laughs> Pleasant nightmares, friend. <laughs> Greetings, Lyle Listener. It's your old pal, the Pickerist, here. You must have done something really awful to end up at a place like this. Let me guess. You were birds at the stake for practicing witchcraft. Nah, too old world. You were fried in the electric chair for cannibalizing your neighbors. Nah, too many calories. I got it. You're in league with Satan. <laughs> In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Spirit of the Demon <laughs> It's like my mother always used to say. Get a job doing something you love, 
and it'll never feel like work. Well, let me tell you something. I was born to do the devil's work. Now, where is that infernal soul extractor? Mm -hmm. Aha! <laughs> you see, people think the soul leaves the body when you die. But that's simply not true at all. It hides, and it's my job to find it! <laughs> right now, you're probably asking yourself... Well, what am I supposed to do? I'm just a lower-level corpse. Ask no more, my unindoctrinated friend. You can visit our website at sayyoulovesatanpodcast.com <laughs> There, you can buy the latest in corpseware. Leave a voicemail to be featured on Spill Your Guts. Or support the show directly by becoming a Patreon member and supplying Satan with cold, hard cash. Send your hate mail to sayyoulovesatanpodcast at gmail.com. Join the Devil Worship on Facebook at Say You Love Satan 80s Horror Podcast or follow the Congregation of Degradation on Instagram at Say You Love Satan Podcast. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes to be automatically entered to win a free t-shirt. <laughs> and before you go, there's just one more little thing I'll be needing. It won't hurt much. <laughs> All the mutilations, bodily dismemberments, and cannibal rituals were performed by seasoned professionals. Please do not attempt any of these stunts at home. Okay, we're back. We're back. But before we get into the movie... Jesse has decided that we all must don our fake fangs. It's my movie pick, and I bought a little big-ass uh, colorful 15-count pack of uh, Spooky Village vampire teeth here. Mm-hmm. And we and all have to put them in. When I did my quote in the beginning, as the famous <laughs> Stephen Jeffries, I was wearing them. And now I must make you all do your Stephen Jeffries evil head. We're going to do them. <laughs> Everybody's going to do a different quote. Ready, yes. John? And give me all you got. Oh! John, good. great job. Yes. I'm going to give him a hand. Give him a hand, John. Oh, my God. So much saliva just came out of my mouth. going to be hard to beat. I know. Oh, God. But I think if if uh, Steph does anything other than her regular voice, I will be impressed. And she may win. Don't by win. default. No. Melissa, you okay. are next. That's a four-year creature, Steph. Those were words. Oh, my God. That was so screechy. I can't talk her having teeth. It sounded like a tire was leaking. I think I think your fangs are actually coming apart. They're all ooing. I heart. His mom works right for family. Keep going. Go again. But she left a note. It's dinner. Oh my god! John wins. He gets the gold crown. He can be Stephen Jeffries for the day. Thank God, I don't want to be. I didn't know that that was what we were competing for. You win, good sir. You win. That's exactly what he fucking sounds like to me the whole movie. No, no, no. no. I mean, no. John, <laughs> I mean, don't you ever talk shit about Prince Jeffries? 
<laughs> is that his name? All right. So the movie starts. We're like outside of creepy house. I don't know. We hear some voices. You hear. And- oh! And then some. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Some making out sounds. And you hear. Then you hear. <laughs> no, you don't hear that. <laughs> and uh, so the camera kind of zoom pans into the window, whatever, and then you see that we're it's actually a movie on TV. Yeah, there. yeah you think it's characters in the movie, but it's characters in a movie inside the movie. It oh is. my god, levels. It's sure is. Tom Holland thought that was fucking. Deep. It is deep. It's deep, and it was a vampire movie, and Peter Vincent's in it, and he's the vampire killer. Stop, you creature of the night. Who are you who interrupts my nightly feeding? I am Peter Vincent, vampire killer. I mean, I thought someone was eating spaghetti on the floor <laughs> in the room or something like that because it did sound like we're like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. but, you but it turns out that is what is happening Spaghets. on the floor. There's some making out going on. Yeah, someone, I guess someone is doing some fake chow. <laughs> they, the they've got a nest of pillows on the floor and the but bed why? is right there but because why? no i mean it's well, a smart idea because listen in case the mom comes in exactly she's not see them because with one of my first girlfriends when we used to make out we used to make out by the side of the bed so when someone opened the door you wouldn't see nothing mm-hmm. do you remember when but, you were a teenager and it was just fun to just make out yeah just make didn't out. matter i mean dry hump <laughs> i mean i would yeah. dry hump so hard scabs on my dick i talked about it before <laughs> but also every bitch that i made out with in the fucking 90s tasted like winter green gum what was it? Yeah. Winter fresh. Winter, Winter fresh. fresh. Every fucking huh. every girl. That's better than ashtray mouth. I'm ready. She looks like a triple homicide so like stupid. chalk outline. Like <laughs> I don't want to have sex with you right now. You're laying on the bed well, looking completely dead inside. What did he see over she, there she, that made him like freak out and not pay attention to her again? Because he sees. Does he see somebody in the window? He sees remember. them. He sees them carrying a coffin. coffin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he sees them carrying a coffin. It's the clopex, um, and they're bringing, they're, yeah. Yeah, they're getting a case of sardines and a case of pretzels, and they're putting them in the basement. Yeah, so the meanwhile, Amy's on the bed with her shirt off at this point, mm. and he is just watching these guys with his binoculars. Well, he can't get a heart on because he keeps imagining, like, Jefferson Darcy <laughs> inside of her and, like, her just wearing overalls in every fucking scene in this movie. Overalls. Yeah. Oh, overalls. I mean, it was the overalls. 80s, though. They were in style. No, I mean, and her hair no, was no, terrible. They, they were yeah. dressing her up until the point where she has her sexual awakening. They're dressing her like oh, a 50s. Frumpy. Yeah. A 50s, like, mom. They're dressing yeah. her like it's it's 1991 and Criss Cross is awesome. Yeah. And she I mean, in- her, it would have been backwards then. I mean, she's, yeah. in the, uh, she's, she's wearing the adult Oshkosh Bagosh collection. <laughs> she she's totally crossed out. <laughs> so she gets mad she like puts her shirt on walks out and uh, yeah he, he goes down they have a conversation about making love What's which that? Is clearly his mom can hear is she the mac daddy or is she the daddy mac she's the daddy mac that was I, always my i was favorite. always confused which one was which um yeah so then she leaves and he talks to his mom and you know his mom's like oh are you having a lover's spat but i also like how she mentions like because he's watching the neighbors outside and she's like oh yeah there's a new neighbor moved in I heard he's pretty good looking. Tom Holland, when he was writing the script, I did say he like did like Cloak and Dagger was like basically like a rear window. And if you ever saw Rear Window, it's an Alfred Hitchcock movie where basically the guy is like he's like wheelchair bound and he sees something go on in the in the adjacent house and it's like a murder and he's like trying to figure out what's going on. But basically, he just took that idea and was like, it would be awesome if somebody saw that his neighbor was a vampire and that's exactly Which, what I mean that trope has been done I mean uh, Bart Simpson uh, in the <laughs> when the Simpsons did that they did a trope with that. Yeah. Uh, when he broke his leg and then um uh the burbs is a yeah. twist a subtle twist on that too yeah. because nobody believes tom hanks are well, kind of you know it, falling it, it's through a good, him. i mean it's a good basis for any movie really yeah. like you could twist that and make i mean even today you could do that I and make it they've like redone it but the original was like what james stewart and 
Grace oh, Kelly. The remake had Christopher Reeve. Does my face look like oven roasted turkey? During the scene, there is like she's well because she has the television on. There's a news. There's story. a behind the scenes of that movie. They had to actually like shoot electricity <laughs> oh, into no. his face to like emote in that movie. <gasps> Stop. He was Superman. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is a fact. You are correct. Stop. <laughs> it's not so super if you can't move your legs. Oh. That would be the best if they did that and he could fly, but in his chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, but on the news, there's like, like flying, but your you legs know. are hanging like limp, but the top, your top body is like the visual. I mean, yeah. it's been done. I know. You hear, okay, you hear about a body found <laughs> on the fucking <laughs> railroad. <laughs> God damn it. So, yeah, fucking uh, Charlie, he has a weird ass mouth. His mouth looks like Freddy Krueger's house. Okay. <laughs> Boarded up windows. Didn't notice any of that. <laughs> His mouth is just weird. His teeth and everything. It's real like. Please you know, criticize the actor. I, I say he shouldn't be in this movie. Uh-huh. I didn't even notice this teeth. Nobody noticed that, Jesse. Freddy Krueger house? Yeah. <laughs> no. Shuttered windows I mean, in his mouth. Did you ever see the one when fucking Patricia Arquette's making, she's yes. making the house with the, yes, the, yes. the, the, the popsicle yes. sticks, the parchment paper, and the, and the balsa wood? So the next day at school, we meet Evil Ed for the first time, right? When they leave class. Yeah, and I just said that. The his, pop his, his Freddy Krueger mouth. Oh, you said, oh, you said Charlie. You said Charlie, dude. Sorry, I'm joking. Okay, so now, no. okay, now <laughs> it makes now, more now, sense. Now. Okay, we're yeah. like, what are you yeah. fucking talking about? I was like, why is yeah. everybody being so he's against got, this? He's got loose planks for teeth. We're all, yeah, yeah, we're all yes, on the same we're page. We're all with this. Yeah. Oh, man. Which, you know, comes as a point later. I nailed that one. Right, yeah, cool. Thank God. It's great. Edit. It's been done. It's a hard edit. but it's been done. It's been done. And Amy is pissed, and she kind of walks by, shoulder checks on because of the previous she night. She is the most needy fucking girlfriend. Are are Charlie and Ed actually friends? No, they don't seem like they, fucking they, friends they at bring all. That, don't they bring that up in a documentary where like they yeah. he he wanted to, to perceive Charlie as this person who like was kind of intermingled with weird people, and it was just that's because they did. That's another reason why they didn't want Charlie Sheen is that he was believable that. Charlie being the, the the typical common guy would be friends with Ed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, on. like, I think he's just going to him because he has this weird problem. My whole problem is with this is he fucking watches the Vincent Price movies yes. like show twenty four seven. Why, why is he, he going to, to evil Ed exactly. for advising him? It's things. never established. It's fucking why. strange. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, listen. I mean, or is it just he watches it when he's making out? So Charlie gets home from school in his uh, half primered Mustang. <laughs> You're um, supposed to get the impression that he works on oh, cars, cars, but right. they, There's, that's they not clear. did they not do a no. good job of that. No. If they would have got Charlie Sheen this movie, I though, I would have believed that. it. Yeah, I'd yeah. be like, yo, that's a, he's a gearhead. <laughs> yeah. All you got to do yeah, is have definitely. a scene with him, like with working a little sl- on a car once. No, no, no. You just a scene where he sh- talks to his mom. He's got a little soul in his yeah. face. But why does it fucking matter? It doesn't no, no. matter if it he works on cars or not. Have a scene of Charlie Sheen crawling out from underneath the hood of the car, like he was living in there. Have Emilio crawl out. Like, oh, God, they're going to get possessed. I mean, Jesse, it worked in Phantasm, right? But the thing is, it doesn't matter, Melissa, but they mention it in the documentary because that was like his backstory. So it's like, why even? They didn't do a good job of that. I mean, he should have thought about it more. Maybe he would have been eating apples like his buddy. (laughs) They should have pushed fucking uh, Chris Sarandon down a mine shift at the end. No, no. That would have been the best. (laughs) That totally wasn't out of left field ending. So, yeah. So this is when Charlie sees the cab pull up and um, the The uh, the sex worker gets out and uh, she asks like the address whatever he tells her is next yeah. door and then later on he hears a loud scream that he doesn't really know nobody else hears ever no one is worried about for that. whatever reason yeah i mean when you're in suburbia you just kind of keep to yourself you just hope it doesn't repeat itself if you hear people scream you kind of i mean melissa god knows what your neighbors hear on a nightly basis <laughs> they Trust. don't hear that Trust. My god. They, they hear predator clicking noises and 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 all manner of things and then what? doodles like fucking sharding and <laughs> 
And Alex saying it's too much is too much. And so he's like, it's not deep enough. <laughs> oh, God. Come on, I told you, you're a minor. So they, um, they. You're uh, trying to get out them Venezuelan I kids. I am not fucking. You're trying to get the Venezuelan what? kids out of the <laughs> collapse mine. I'm not Betty Davis here, And then guys. the random jackhammer noises. <laughs> fucking 3 a.m. It's not deep enough. Dude, no. If that was happening, our weird neighbor across the street would fucking tell us. Alex, I told you. The, the one that called called the cops on Jesse instead. Yeah, I don't think he did, but it, maybe he it's did. It's only deep <laughs> enough if it's hitting my small intestine. There's people eating Taco Bell in the car and they're slunched over the seats. <laughs> Oh my God. And one looks like he shaved his top mustache off, but then he also has chin hair, so it's just not symmetric. And it looks like there's just like this divot. I mean, of, you like, said it. Of chiseled it granite is weird. away from his face, and he's it got. It is weird. It looks like something's supposed to be there, like you know, like a like you're supposed to like like a like a transformer that's missing, like his shield. I or mean, something. It's it would like be your like, upper lip has AIDS. I mean, I mean, I mean it would be the equivalent of it would be the equivalent of you seeing Tom Selleck in a movie without his mustache and oh, going, "Who yeah. the fuck is this goddamn so, alien?" Oh shit, I'm I'm that I. Comic? Yeah, you are. Damn. Right up there. I didn't Tom think my Selleck. mustache was anywhere near Tom <laughs> Selleck. I mean, I went AIDS and he went Tom Selleck. So somewhere between. <laughs> okay. AIDS, Tom Selleck. <laughs> so Amy if Tom meets... Selleck got AIDS and lost his mustache. It'd be me. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm on board with that. All right. I can agree. And then Amy meets up with Charlie at a diner? At the Max. What's yeah. I'm saying by the bell. Oh, yeah. Pretty exactly. much. <laughs> um, and and they're, getting, they're eating Sloppy Joes. Yeah, and he starts apologizing for the other night, but then... You know, then he gets distracted because yeah. there's a news story about another murder victim found, and uh, so he's focused on that. And Evil so Ed shows up too. Evil Ed, yep. And uh, he's like, you know what happened to both victims? They had their heads chopped off. Me, and me, then me. Amy gets really pissed, and she steals she's some kid's so sloppy Joe, needy. and she smashes it right in Charlie's face. Like God, if if I fucking smashed a sloppy Joe in <laughs> Alex's face every fucking time he went off on some goddamn wow. Um, so, yeah, this and this is when the iconic um, line, you're so cool, Brewster. <laughs> oh, you're so cool, Brewster. <laughs> I can't stand it. Then he's going to go, He he's going to march right up to his neighbor's basement and attempt to open the Bilko doors. And this I know, is where like, what was he thinking? Billy the oh, sex okay. slave shows up. He's trying to go into the basement. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, kid, what are you doing? Nothing. Make sure it stays that yeah. way, kid. Oh, he's like, he's like, I'm Charlie, and I'm trying to get into the chocolate factory. <laughs> Which we should say, um, was it uh, Jonathan? Um, I forget the f- Jonathan Stark. Uh, he's in everybody's favorite movie, House Two. So uh, Charlie is sitting in a chair, watching, right, right, watching through the window of the house. What movie is on the TV, Jessup? Children shouldn't play with that thing. Ah. Oh, shit. Yeah, and he's eating chips and he falls asleep. And when he wakes, wakes up, up to titties, he sees a, yeah, it's a very, it's a very sensual I, scene. Is like I, I also it. love this because I don't know if they did this intentionally or not, but it looks like a hotter version of Amanda Burse. No. 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 window. She's fucking hot as hell, whoever it is. And he's like, Blowing on her nipples so they don't get hard <laughs> or something. He's doing something weird. And every time Chris Sarandon's on scene from the beginning of this movie to the end, this weird, like, kid chameleon Genesis bass line comes yeah, on. Like, it does. Yeah, powerful, sexy music. I love he's just playing into the scene. He's like, I see you. I see you watching me. Yeah, and the girl's yeah. looking right at him the whole I'm gonna, time, I'm too. Gonna, I'm going to, like, counter, 
counterclockwise or areola. Just for sure. well, I like when he puts his head back because he kind of throws his head back and then you see his fangs. Yeah. And then as he's about to bite, he looks over and they make you eye contact. You have to do that. And he like makes eye contact and, and pulls, pulls out the shade. Then, yeah, then he takes his salad fingers and, and, and diddles the fucking <laughs> yes. shades down. Goes, when you're a vampire, you have to click your neck back. That's how the fangs extract. Oh, there's like yeah. a button you in there? And it goes, oh, so you say yeah. you're like, what, a Pez dispenser? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and then later he sees... She starts putting Pez like well, he Pez out of his neck. After that happens, he, he <laughs> runs... What if he shit Pez? <laughs> like, a blood, like a blood Pez out of his asshole. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, my God. Ouch. Like a really big piece of Pez, though. Oh God. Not a mini Pez. No. <laughs> Dude, after he sees that... Like, hydrate. <laughs> after he sees that, what happens he, next up? He runs to his mom's bedroom and When you're and a vampire, you have to eat a lot of Metamucil because <laughs> you just drink blood and everything gets binded in your bowels. <laughs> and you shit out these Tic Tacs. Giant bricks of digested blood. Once a month. It's just coagulation. <laughs> and my asshole gets torn up, son. Charlie, don't watch me. <laughs> this is made better by the fact that Melissa's like slight job dead face. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie, don't watch me dispense. <laughs> Charlie, look the I other way! That the, the face of Melissa just made is the face I picture she makes when Alex is trying to jerk off and come and she's like, God damn it, you take That is not ever a thing that fucking happens, John. Like, maybe you're used to that face of disappointment. <laughs> Alex has never seen that on me. Just try. He's like, I just want to go back. Well, he is a confident lover. Charlie wakes. He runs to wake his mom up and then he goes outside and he, he hides in a little bush to watch the, oh, na- the neighbors bush. as they carry something large in a bag and then meanwhile to a you car. get tap dancing on the top of the roof <laughs> yes. and I'm like what's happening here and it's like it's bat cam yeah and he forbookas and flies down and lands which was awesome like the way that they did that was amazing I thought it was really the cool. scenes like that yeah I was on board they threw a midget off the roof with a parachute <laughs> and, and he was holding the camera yeah and that's how they got yeah, it that's what you do and yeah and then he's uh, eating an apple and the mom comes out and she's calling for Charlie and this is when they see him in the bush yeah and he just like throws his apple out Adam. And Charlie just runs inside, and this is when his mom's like making him hot cocoa. But he's not having a nightmare, mom. Oh my god, Fucking he's weird. so whiny. And yeah, so he's like tells her he a bat like flew over him and landed. And that well, the neighbor he saw the neighbor step out of the shadows, right? And that his neighbor's a vampire. Yes. And then he cuts to him telling Amy the same exact story. She is dressed like an oompa loompa in this scene. <laughs> oh she my has god, exact. Oompa Loompa outfit from the fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> it just keeps making me think Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Chocolate Factory. And I want to think that this is intentional because they're trying to downplay her sexuality to the where she gets her transformation, yeah. but I think they went overboard. Yeah, I think they went overboard when she walked in with the strap on and was like tugging at her dick. She's like, I have a penis. I was like, that's too much. No, but I feel that's like that was much. very common in 80s fashion, though. It was like oversized, non-fitting well, women's I think, clothing. I think it's weird no. in general because when, when they were doing this, when they were doing auditions for this movie, apparently she was in the room and it was all 17-year-olds that were auditioning for this. Mm-hmm. And she was like one of the only like 27-year-old women that was in the room auditioning. And for whatever reason, she got the role. And so I guess they went with an older uh age well, for also um and i think they said that was partially Charlie's character yeah th- i think they said that was partially intentional because they knew they were going to get to the scenes with chris sarandon they knew right. chris sarandon was going to be dry humping all over right. someone yeah. right yeah. and if it was an actual 17 year old it probably wouldn't have translated and also, well. either way it didn't it's known that chris sarandon just he can't control his boners so like someone was going to get <laughs> someone was going to feel that fucking shawarma yeah. on them at some point <laughs> i mean the sweatshirt he's wearing in the dance scene. Oh, the lamb meat! Wow, that was a that was a that was a holdover from the wardrobe from house. Yeah, mm. 
I like this one. The collar. No, it was not a deep enough V. It was a no, co- it was a bow no, neck. No, but it was a stretched out collar because yeah. like you could see every part of his so clavicle. Bad. Well, that, that collar doubles as a cock ring for him because his fucking girth is just like, ooh, he's got yeah. 40 inches of girth. Oh my God. So he tells Two Amy length. she doesn't listen to him, so he goes and gets a detective. Well, yeah, he decides he's going to go to the police. He, he uses his and... white privilege to get a black detective well, to come out I immediately. I think it's so funny that right, the, the detective immediately comes out and takes Charlie with him no. to the house, which would not happen. And, and Billy's another, just like mocking him the whole time. Another funny thing about auditions were he, this guy was waiting when he auditioned for the role of the cop. He was waiting for like three hours in the waiting room to get called back. And he's like, fuck this shit. I'm leaving. Like, we haven't gotten called back all day. I have, sh- I have other like shit I can audition for. And his buddy was like, uh, that was also auditioning for the roles, like, dude, you should stay here because look around the room. And he looked around and he was the only black dude there. And he's like, okay, I'm the only black dude yeah, here. And he got I the should role. stay. Yeah. So, and he did. He got the role. Uh, yeah. Job. And he, I think he's, I mean, he's really good. He's not in it for very long. But he's but also, he's, if, if you know anything about this actor, he's in like 90 other things as a cop. Yeah. And he's a, a cop. Uh, I think he's also in Die Hard. Yeah. He looks like he would be a cop in Die Hard. <laughs> he's also yeah. in Family Matters. No, no he isn't. No. You're trying to play the Carl Winslow. I saw you, Jesse. And he's in Matt. Aha, <laughs> you funny. They go to Jerry Dandridge's house, and uh, the roommate, oh, Billy, answers. Jerry. And he says, that's Jerry. That said she was going to keep doing it that way, and she hasn't been. Jerry is uh, away on business. So the detective basically is like, yeah, there was a murder last night. Charlie said he saw the victim here. And that, and Charlie's like, yeah, I saw you carry the body out yeah. in a plastic bag. And Billy's just like goading him. The and whole Billy's time. like, well, did you see the body? A coffin. That's what's down there. A coffin. I saw them carry it in. What? Yeah, and you'll find Jerry Dandridge in it, sleeping the sleep of the undead. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? He's a vampire. Yeah, he gets pissed. They they well, they laugh about it first. They have a good laugh at his expense. Um, and then the detective drags Charlie outside and he's pissed and he takes off. He basically threatens him. He's like, you ever come down to the police station again, I'm going to throw your ass in jail. And uh, yeah, he takes off. He's like, I'm going to go over to my friend Evil's house because he's on the spectrum and he's going to have some knowledge on the vampires. Yeah, except that Ed hates when he calls him evil because he screams at him for calling him evil. Mm-hmm. But then he offers him $8 and he which takes is, it. Which is never explained, right? <laughs> what? Why? Never. No, he's never. No. no. This is a weird kid. Very funny, Brewster. Evil, please, I'm not kidding. Just tell me what to do. Don't call me evil anymore. Ed gives Charlie a gold cross and then basically tells him to get garlic on the strings. Everything that, that, every, everything that he would know by watching Fright Night yeah. for like one not whole even second. Not even by watching Fright Night, just shit you would Anybody know. Anybody knows it. Yeah. A three-year-old knows that you get garlic and, cr- and holy water. When you come out of the vagina, cross. they yeah. hand you a vampire guy. And he's like, and he can't get in your house. The person has to invite him in. So he's like, all right, I'm set. And he gets back. He gets everything set up. And then his mom's like, I want you to meet here. someone. Yeah. Fucked. She fucking invited Jerry! Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, and I can stop by whenever I want now. Look, his mom, his mom is lonely and she's super horny, so when Jerry he's comes in... he's a good-looking man. Right. Dude, she's walking around with full engorgement at 24-7. If that thing even hits the banister, she's gonna have an <laughs> orgasm, yeah. okay? And so, he looked more her age. When so. Sarandon comes in, he's just smelling like aqua de Gio. She's just or, automatically... <laughs> like, it's just fucking... It's like, Everybody smells like aqua de Gio. You ever go up to like, a maple tree and there's like fresh sap coming out of it? No, no one's ever done that, That's Jessie. her. That's her. Then they show like outside, the wind is howling and it's kind of creepy and then suddenly a loud thud on the roof on the roof charlie wakes up and he hears like banging and he grabs his cross and he goes out into the hallway and uh he hears like some creaking from downstairs yeah. and he creeps down and guess what it is guys it's tree. it's just a tree branch scraping on the window but meanwhile 
Jerry. Sarandon has been <laughs> there with his mom. Has Infl- put her in a pharmaceutical trance. Right. Infiltrates. And he, when he walks back inside, he smell. He's like, why does the house smell like Abercrombie and Fitch? <laughs> All over. It smells like cologne. And it's from fucking Sarandonathies. Jerry. Sneaks up behind him. Yeah. Behind but him. fucking Charlie smells Hugo Boss. Oh, yeah. And he knows, he knows who's in back of him. He knows. And right. he gets rebooked into the closet. Yeah. Yes. He's beating the shit out of him. Yes. And his mom Strangling hears nothing. Him. He's, yeah. After he just said, we wouldn't your, want your mom to hear anything. Psych. Gonna beat the shit out of you. So this is a cool effect that they do right now where fucking Charlie stabs him in the hand with a oh fucking God, I pencil. Yeah. I guess was his plan to, to shove him out the window to his yeah, death? Yeah, I guess. Something like I that. Know. He was just trying to scare I him. I thought he was gonna put his... Well, put the, the he, window, did he just, gave the him a choice. Jam. No, guys, did you see the symbolism? What? Fucking picture of Marcy falls out the window and gets, and gets impaled. Staked. Yeah. Staked. I'm saying. Real obvious callback. Oh. So, steak mm. oh. <laughs> flash, uh, flash forward i'm saying his are you pointing why are you pointing to Sar- your crotch he's gonna put his serendonathies inside her ah his serendonathies inside her uh-huh. <laughs> so. is that like serendipity but with a dick no it's like diamocles serendipity <laughs> she's gonna get a little you're gonna get it's, it's like greek yogurt melissa well i, I oh. do oh what's that what's that greek yogurt Winkos? i do like that uncle jesse Bye. greek yogurt Oh, yeah. the, the John Stamos? Yeah, the John Stamos Chobani or whatever. Chobani? Remember he, when he was, was peddling that Chibans? with his dick? <laughs> he's he's going to get some of that Yahweh fire. But you know what? It's all about the cigs now. <laughs> all about that Icelandic yogurt. That's, that's gotta right. get on it. Yeah, gotta know. get the skier. Gotta get on that. Gotta get on Guys, that Skarsgård dick. You, if you pick up a yogurt and it's got ten grams of sugar, throw it on the ground. Put it down, bitches. If it's got fucking fifteen grams of sugar, throw it at your I grandma. Mean, if you want that Skarsgård dick, you just watch all the dark. And if it's got twenty grams of sugar, throw it on that pussy. <laughs> no, that's a yeast infection, dude. Listen, no, you, listen, guys. I look at vaginal swabs all the time under the microscope. Oh God, no one knows right. about that. Yeah, you nope. should, you should yeah, disclose there is that information. Listen, there's a perfect balance of bacteria in your vagina. Listen. Don't ruin Do you smell it. it. The guy who did this special effect was watching the movie um, Excalibur, and there's a really cool scene oh, in Excalibur yeah. where he's stabbed, and it doesn't. There's no edit. It shows the actor gets stabbed. It shows the actor roll on his side. You could see it is sticking through, and then it fucking pulls out. And you can see it go out. But when the actor is pulling it out, you have a string tied to the other end. You yank it so oh. that part falls out, and so when it goes back, it's out. Cool. It's like a little nifty effect. Yeah, no, yeah. I really like this. Apparently, part. Tom Holland fucked that all up, and the and the fucking oh. special effects dude did all this work, and he's like, "But you did an edit. Why does he like? Why does he react so violently to, to that? the pens? I don't know because it's wood. I they don't never know, really explain so that because no. it's like uh, I mean, any he's form of a mistake. Looking and he didn't like it. It just hurt him. I don't know. He yeah, turned, but when he gets hurt, he turns into Howie Mandel because <laughs> he looked exactly like mm-hmm. he's got the little greasy curls. And then you, you hear his mom like as she woke up from her drug. She can't get out. Right. She's like banging on her door, yelling for her help. Jerry kind of quickly changes back and wa- um, leaves through the window. He could have killed right. him here. Uh, he There's no reason. I think he wanted the toy with him. Yeah, I think he just wanted, yeah. Um, and the mom finally gets out of her room and, and Charlie's just like, oh, it's just I just had a nightmare. And then they hear, you hear a loud crash, which we, just, we then find out. Later is his, his car. car. She says, oh, sweetie, you had a nightmare? You want a Valium? Yeah, he goes to the studio and he's like... I don't know. Peter Vitz is pissed because basically no one, no young people no believe in, believes them. in vampires. He was fired from his job. I have just been fired because nobody wants to see vampire killers anymore or vampires either. Apparently all they want are demented madmen running around in ski masks, hacking up young virgins. I believe in vampires. And Charlie tells him that he has a neighbor who's a vampire and Peter Vincent thinks he's insane. Then Ed and Amy go to check on uh, Charlie at his oh at God. his at his room, and it looks like he turned his room into a Spanish mission. Mm. <laughs> and he's like, "Se padre de pio, de Espiritu Santos." You're like, yeah. how the fuck did he get and eighty he, candles? And he's carving a steak. What on do his the bed. candles do, though? 
Uh, it it creates an ambiance of vampire killing melissa that's all it was just for for you know dramatic effect but he's like he has garlic everywhere and he's you know making his little steak on the bed uh and he's and his plan is he's going to go kill jerry yeah and then amy yeah no amy kind of plays into his like he's like oh i believe you you know what we should do it's like you should go in there alone how about we go back to Peter Vincent and mm-hmm. we convince him to come with you because you right. shouldn't be doing this by yourself. Right. And that's how he lets them in and like, you, yeah, you do get a glimpse yeah. of like all this movie memorabilia that's all over the yeah. apartment. And he's saying um, he just got a gig in something which I suspect is a lie. Basically, he, he's not interested in helping. He thinks that Ch- Charlie's insane. Um, so she offers him a $500 bond. savings bond. And he agrees to help. You perform some kind of vampire test on him to pronounce him human. You know, like an orgy of the damned, where uh, you looked in the mirror, the guy didn't have a reflection, and uh, then you knew he was a vampire. But the plan is, Ed's plan is that they're all going to go to the neighbor's house, and Peter can do some... Uh, some kind of vampire test yeah. on uh, but they fucking Jerry. Call him. They fucking call Jerry beforehand. That is, that is the best part, though, because they they they're basically giving this guy every courtesy. And and, and that, that he's like, I can't have cross. I'm not. I can't have crosses because right, I'm a born again Christian. Right. right. I can have holy water, but it. But oh, okay, it's actually tap water or whatever. Like it's just. It's oh my god. It's just fucking weird. Because you, as the audience, know at this point, like he's night. Night and day, he's a vampire. So you're just waiting for the moment where it's going to be revealed. Yeah. And before they go, Peter Vincent is like talking about this prop mirror that he has. Right. From one of his movies. Orgy of the, is it from Orgy of the Damned? I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, so that comes into play a little bit later, we see. Um, yeah. So they, um, I like when they, like Peter Vincent is just wearing like so much, so much makeup and like the spray on his hair. I, oh I, I love God, it so much. so much fucking grayness. So, yeah, they meet up, and um, Charlie's like, you know, where are your stakes at? Where are your tools? And, and right. Peter Vince is like, well, you know, I really want to make sure that he's a vampire before I kill him. Um, you know, like, you know, the holy water, if he touches it, it's going to cause blisters. Like, we're going to know, whatever. So this part, he doesn't even actually get the fucking shit blessed. He just lies and well, says, lie, basically. Yeah. It, was right. go- it was always going to be tap water. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's a lie. Yeah. So they knock on the door, and Billy answers, and immediately recognizes Peter Vincent. Right. Um, they all go inside, and he yells for Jerry, who comes down. He makes an entrance. He makes an entrance. <laughs> eating, eating an apple again. Oh my god, fucking always with these goddamn <laughs> apples. And uh, he goes, he goes with the Peter Vincent too, and he's like, "I've seen all your films. I found them amusing." This, I love this fucking scene because they give that scene time to breathe, and they allow the atten- the tension to kind of build, and yeah. they, oh you're kind of. And and also, the, I like the I like that they kind of ham up. They kind of play into um, Peter Vincent's kind of like psychosis because they kind of see him for what he is the, the second he comes through the door. Right. So they're like. Just mention that, you know, oh, we've seen you in your movies. You're the best. And he's, and, and. Like, he, play up to his ego a little bit. Yeah. Exactly. Play up into his ego. And he's, and, and Charlie's like freaking out the entire time because he's let his two best friends, his girlfriend, yeah. yeah. And, and he's, he's let him into the lion's den and anything could possibly happen here. Right. And so, and then, uh, Jerry and Amy see each other and they have this moment. And Jerry She's kiss- like, I'm on board. Yeah, Jerry, <laughs> Jerry like kisses her right. hand. It's like, I mean, right. it's, and it's so obvious for everyone like around that like, this is uncomfortable. And he, it doesn't Jerry say, oh, isn't this how a vampire would behave? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
This is exactly <laughs> how he would do. He wants, he wants to show that Oompa Loompa is lickable <laughs> wallpaper. Oh, my God. What is she wearing? Is she wearing something? She's wearing something else. Like, isn't frumpy. she wearing... I mean, it's all frumpy. Isn't it like she's wearing like a, like a denim skirt and like the... the well, it's the, whatever the, she's wearing the rest of the movie, like, right? Like because e- either it looks like overalls or she's wearing like straight up fucking um, suspenders. Yeah. 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 No, it's not good. Nothing she wears is good. <laughs> it's not good. They don't, no. ever, they don't ever really show her from like the waist down. It's always like from the waist up and yeah. you see like shots yeah. of her shoulders. Except for when they're on the dance floor and he's like, I'm going up the oh, skirt. But that's what oh, they're trying to do. I'm going up the skirt right now. <laughs> I mean, he goes like fourth I was face. Like, I mean, he basically just starts like finger fucking her. You're a thousand floor, years like, old. Like, she's 17. This well, is awkward. Well, I mean, she goes down for a BJ at oh, one point and, oh, he's, yeah. and he's like, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. He's like, you're not getting through my slides. When you're a desiccated vampire and you're in the fucking goddamn <laughs> desert and someone hands you a peach, you're going to be like all on that peach immediately. Oh my God. <laughs> He's not desiccated. He's had a hooker and whoever that puffy nip bitch was. Yeah, but this, this, this is like ripe and pure. It's like innocence. That's yeah. why he likes I mean, it. Yeah. The hymen hasn't been penetrated yeah, yet. I mean, so like, like, it's well, like, later when he goes to turn her, I think he get, there's this weird part get, where he like gives her this whole look like he almost knows she's a virgin and like he's not going to go for it. Well, he's used know. to he's used to the escorts and that's like throwing like a penny in the Grand Canyon. Yeah. It's like, you know, he wants something that has like some fucking sides to it, you know? Mm. So, yeah. but So anyway, Peter Vincent gives the holy water to Jerry who, you know, oh, are you sure? This, this is holy water i like how they, he plays that up too where he puts the he puts the holy water to down the to the fire, fire to yeah. like look through it yeah and see. well i think that, i think i like it's i, I guess cool. it would have maybe fucked him but or would it have oh, fallen it, under the whole like no, you have was, to no, believe i think it would have fu- no, no because I think it would have been fu- blessed by it was a priest yeah. Yeah. I th- I th- well i like this part too because like at the same time you can see that like Jer- jerry's a little like hesitant to drink yeah. it because he's like do he's i trust this guy do i trust him get a blessing he's like looking at him and he's like okay i'm gonna fucking do it and he drinks it and nothing happens pretty much yeah um but charlie like he's just like like i don't believe it was blessed yeah he i don't mean, believe and, it i want you to touch my cross peter vincent gets fucking pissed to shit and he's like are you telling me this isn't my real hair color you <laughs> fucking piece of shit you don't trust me <laughs> and as he's leaving they, they he's like but he's basically like we're getting out of here and as they're leaving he sees in his little Sephora compact that fucking, <laughs> yes. there's no like reflect. He doesn't have a reflection. Yeah, and, and he starts freaking out. And, he and he's like, "All right, it. let's go." Yeah, and making it very obvious. But Jerry, um, like, the fact that it took Jerry this long to figure out, oh, he's on to me. Like, it took him. Like, they they usher everyone out, and then he steps on the piece of glass. And he's like, "Oh shit, I've been found out." Like, come yeah, on. Yeah. Well, I mean, but he knew Charlie suspected it. Yeah, but, but Peter Vincent was being so fucking obvious. Well, I mean, Jerry gives a lot of like. He lets a lot of things slide in this movie. He doesn't yeah. like, like just start killing people when he easily could. It's it's just there's a until, lot of weird things like the that. Club. <laughs> I, yeah. but I think that's just because like he's trying to bounce around. It's like we watched that movie Summer of '84 where like the serial killer is trying to yeah. like you know like hide his shit. Well, like, he's like, yeah. he's like right. blend in. As a, right. Right, as a vampire who has been alive for who knows how long, so he's like, like try- you have to try to like. Yeah, he's trying to be smart about it. Right. Yeah. You don't want to be you don't want to be obvious to people. And, you want to hide. And this gives this movie personality though. The Chris Sarandon yeah. is is trying very very hard not to just outright well, he says it a couple really times he's like I'm gonna give you a chance like he basically says like the typical like stereotypical like vampire line where like, I'm gonna give yeah. you the chance uh, like the option I never had yeah. essentially like which is yeah. very interview with a vampire which is like, or I guess interview with a vampire is very those mm-hmm. yeah well right Jerry like threatens him again like do you want to bring more pain to your friends and yeah. they all leave um Charlie but Charlie knows that like because Peter Benson is acting so weird so he like knows that something happened and he does admit to him that like he that Jerry has no reflection yeah. um, and then he's freaked out and he takes off you have to tell me our lives depend on alright he didn't cast a reflection in my mirror satisfied now 
Um, and this is when Ed and Charlie walk, home. walk Amy home. In the darkest, smokiest of alleys that, I don't, that extends Where for, did this... It was an actual alley. It was an actual yeah, alley in town. Where the fuck did this... Da- like, all of a sudden, you're like in suburbia, far? and then all of a sudden, there's a fucking back alley where Freddy Krueger I mean, is Melissa, waiting for you. I mean, Melissa, one... I mean, you could be standing in Ikea's parking lot in South Philly, and you could walk, like, two blocks, and you're in, and the, you're in, you're in the set yeah, from Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, but it doesn't look like dead. this suburbia. <laughs> like, in, no, in no world does a suburbia like this connect to that alley. Well, I think alley. It's, just, it's just a way for... It's just, like, a fucking way for and them to get to the alley, essentially. And then, around the corner, there's the nightclub. Yeah. Because when the they say like people were fucking throwing shit at them because like people in the city were like they, they filmed in a real alleyway and people were like what the fuck are these people doing here yeah. <laughs> throwing trash at them the whole oh time God. as they're trying to film this Jar- scene. jars with turds in them and yeah. stuff and- so you get evil Ed being like alright let's go down this fucking alley this is stupid like nothing's gonna happen and he's like no we can't go down there Sarah Donathus is down there <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, this is when they, uh, when you know, they leave Ed and he screams and plays that whole prank about getting bit by the vampire. Kill me, Charlie, before I turn into a vampire and give you a hickey. (laughs) (laughs) You asshole. And they're like, fuck you, we're moving on. Yeah. And well, Amy and Ed laugh at Charlie, but then Amy and Charlie like go off on their own. Um, There are no such thing as vampires, fruitcake. But immediately. Chris Sarandon <laughs> lands and he's in front of Evil Ed yes. and he's like opens up he's like wearing a trench coat first of all that so like leather trench coat it's like is he nude under there because he opens it up and he's like all you have to do is take my hand and then he like pulls Evil Ed to him and like closes but the fucking so trench coat so fucking iconic for man Ed at the no, you I mean, he chases him for a you while do. though no, dude, I, I'll, I'll say a lot for like fucking Stephen Jeffries because like at this scene like he does a lot of great acting he here. Does. It's like subtle. Like he has fucking like tears yeah. in his yeah. eyes and shit like that. And he does look like like the bullied. Yeah. Like they don't play that up a lot. No, in the, they in the, don't. In the, in the, in the, in the movie, no, like they don't show s- him getting picked right. on. But Humperdinck but, knows. But you could just <laughs> you you just get the idea that he's like the outcast of yeah. like right. all yeah. of his friends. And, and stuff you like do that. see that he like he has like he does connect with him at this point, and like that's why he's like, okay, I'm gonna fine. Well, even when even when they're in the house, Chris Sarandon kind of says to Evil Ed like. You know, me and you have a lot of common. We like all the horror movies and stuff like that. And he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah. I guess we're buddies now." So yeah, and then, <laughs> <laughs> he does it. Then he like, so yeah, Chris and like wraps him in that giant trench coat, and then they you hear a scream, and then Amy yeah. and they ignore it, and Charlie here because well, they think he's just fucking, fucking around, around again. again. Yeah. Um, but then suddenly. He's there. The, there's like a power outage. I don't know, explosion, and then they walk the wind, past. They, like walk, that. they walk past a, a blown ass <laughs> fuse box. Because like, there's what a, happened. There's a fuse box in an alley that controls all lights for that <laughs> entire Melissa, alley. Don't question it. I'm sorry. I'm just questioning. Well, like they, they talk about it in the documentary too that like the wind is supposed to like be fucking flying yeah. around. Yeah. And it's, yeah. like, it's kind of yeah. silly, but they. I mean, they, they they pull off the same effect yeah. in Lost Boys. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, to, a, keep, to a greater scale with a helicopter, but. Dolly. keep seeing him everywhere well they run around the corner because they want to get to where like there are a group of people and they see all the people outside of the club and he just comes sauntering around the corner so like they, they jump through like the kitchen window yes, of, like, that is not of, a a, thing. of a nightclub right tech noir is pretty yeah. much what it is because <laughs> they serve chicken and wings and uh they have hot plates there while yeah. you're while you're dancing and as simultaneously as they enter the club evil ed is already at peter vincent's visiting him yeah right knocking on the door yeah um so yeah he so uh, Charlie immediately runs to the payphone to call the police and 
um, is not paying any attention to Amy. No. Who is... As usual. Seduced by Jerry. She just sees him. But, like, this is so weird where he's, like, showing up to her because it's, like, 20 minutes of him walking by the camera and then back and then sort just, of sidling around. He's just, they, like, walking needed, in a circle. It's so weird. Jesse, they needed one shot of her just, like, him, like, turning here, just pulling his pants down and going, glock, 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 <laughs> as, people, as people walk in front of the dance floor as he's, as he's on the phone. <laughs> Not knowing what's going on. So, um, this because well, the scene goes on for so it long, does, it so does. long, like, and and like, look, let, let's be real, we've covered a bunch of movies that are club scenes, and like, the entire club scene is always one song that plays three songs, three <laughs> songs play, yeah. For this DJ in this club. <laughs> well, yeah. I think because they're just, they're really trying to nail home the part that like, in case you didn't know it, when you watch the documentary, Tom Holland says it 16,000 times that like, this is when she turns into a woman. Yes. Yeah. And like her sexuality. Yes. Comes right. out. Yeah. And like, I don't know. The, the the songs are really cool in this movie. Um, not only like the original soundtrack, but the sound, the songs they the had. The licensed songs, yeah. Like they had these songs specifically commissioned. Like these weren't oh, songs that really? existed beforehand. They yeah. hired the musicians to oh, make shit. these songs I for mean, the movie. It seemed like it was that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did not think these existed in the Tom, realm before. Yeah, Tom, oh, I didn't know that. Tom Holland approached all these people and was like, they had their own musicians or people that were in existing bands and they paid yeah. them to make the oh, songs for yeah. these That's scenes. Cool. So yeah. it's fucking pretty cool because, like, yeah. what, what movies do that? Like, mm. not really, you know, you can't really talk about a lot of them. Other yeah. than yeah. the uh, the Jay Giles band. Yeah. I don't know. They, the, the, the scenes in this club, like, really fit the fucking movie. They're great. They're yeah. really, like, yeah. iconic. Like, they have, they're not, like, songs you recognize, but they have recognizable sounds in them. Right. So. Who was he trying to call first, though? Because he doesn't. Oh, he, so he, he calls the call cops, up. but then Evil Ed is already at. Yeah, Peter so Vincent. Meanwhile, like this is kind of going on at the same time. This is the best yeah. because <laughs> fucking Evil Ed goes to right, goes in like, there and in! starts basically immediately. He shows him the bite marks and just starts roughhousing yeah. with Roddy McDowell. And apparently, the first take they did on this, he fucked him up. He fucking jumped on Roddy McDowell's back, <laughs> no, and wait. Roddy McDowell was just like shrugged him off and was looking at him like, Ugh! and he's like, <laughs> and he went, pulled Tom Holland aside. He's like, he's being too rough with me, Tom. He's being too rough with me. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, he's a little he's guy. He's an old man. And he's like, a little guy. He had, his, he had to be in his sixties at this they point. They interview Stephen Jeffries, and he's like, "Yeah, he kept telling me I was being too rough," and I was just like, "Whatever." Tom, <laughs> and the Tom, Tom came over to me, like, <laughs> and Tom's like, "Do it again." <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like it, but do it again. <laughs> now, now pretend you're naked wrestling with each other. Uh, come on. Just jump on him like a fucking baboon. But I love the scene too, like where he jumps on um, Peter, and Peter pulls out the cross and touches it to oh, his forehead. The best, but dude. why does so it work there for him? Him, but it doesn't because work he believes. on the main guy. Because I think at this point he, I don't know, he believes. Because is it he, because he's a weaker, brand new baby vampire? I, I think it's that, it a combination of that, and because it was so fast and in the spur of the moment that he didn't have time to, to be to doubt himself. Late, like, later on, he's like trying to repulse him, and it's yeah. not the same thing. But I think about it, like you said, it also has yeah. to do with young vampires believing. They they also are all believing. the conventions. Okay, all so the conventions are Twilight right. vampires where they're stronger as babies. No. No. Are they stronger listen, than babies? Yes. Listen, Twilight vampires do not exist <laughs> yes, in the realm of vampires thing. for me. They're so strong and bloodthirsty. Well, they, they can't control themselves. Yeah. Whatever. No, but they're like super strong. True, true blood's like that too. Fuck true blood. But they can shoot. Cops, <laughs> true blood's right? the best. Shut the fuck up, bitch. You like it? <laughs> no, she didn't like Scarsgard. it. Scarsgard. I mean, Scarsgard. So the scene where he burns the cross into his forehead, I love it because that he, that is it's there for the rest of the movie. Well, I like you know, it. And really I like cool. the scene too because this is when the whole teeth thing starts, and like yeah. I fucking love it. At the same time, it's just like goofy because you could tell he cannot speak through those fucking mm. the appli just, appliances they put on him. Though? I think it's a really they interesting. They had to dub that, right? Well, and also you mm. could tell that like 
his fucking eyes look like they hurt too because yeah. like they have those glass contacts in. Yeah. Right. And it, and and they say in the documentary many times that like a lot of the times they were making these things like by hand because they didn't actually mass produce them at this point so they were glass mm-hmm. and so like there were layers because if you wanted different colors you had to basically glue the layers oh. of the glass contacts together oh, so and then you'd have to sand them so the inside wasn't wasn't like yeah. coarse and sometimes they would forget to sand them uh. and so these actors would just put them in their eyes I don't know how they could do that and it's man just straight no up way. they said they could leave them in for maximum 15 to 20 minutes at the most before like you wanted to fucking yeah. kill yourself. Oh god. But you had to be careful when you were taking them out because it's basically like putting like thin glass yeah. in your fucking yeah. eye and it covers your whole fucking eye oh. socket. Also, you can't see through that because it's paint. But you could tell how painful it is when they on this scene because Evil Ed's eyes are swollen yeah. and fucking just juicy yeah. and dripping yeah. down. And that's not fucking like special effects. That's like His him eye. In, that's him in fucking hell. And and doing like eight takes of that scene probably. Oh my god, I can I could not do that shit. Well, I, I like this effect. I like I, when I, he and when he looks himself in the mirror and, we, and he sees he doesn't have a reflection. Yeah, like, that was really cool. And I just like the shot too. It's like it's like as far as like iconic scenes in horror movies go. That's just probably yeah. this is probably my favorite scene in the movie. Oh, I was gonna say too. I think it's an interesting take on the teeth because it's not like yeah. traditional vampire fangs. But also, I guess is he really a vampire? Because later with the wolf thing, I don't I know. That's really like clear. Familiar? I don't know. Yeah. No, I think I think it's like. Castlevania, you yeah. can do a you wolf can, form, you can do a bat mi- form, mi- like, mist form, but he mist forms, and he advances very quickly. But the teeth, I mean, I just because they also do that with Jerry, yeah. like the teeth are just an interesting choice. And this is also, yeah. I think, too, other than Jerry in the in the bedroom where he gets stabbed in the pencil, this is another point in the movie where you're like, oh, they're going to the nines with the special effects. Yeah. They're not pulling any fucking yeah. punches here. What have you done to me? Ow! The master will kill you for this, but not fast. Slowly, oh, so slowly. Back. Ah. I say back. Um, so yeah. he leaves. He, well, he meanwhile, for, does he just leave or he, does he for book out? He for out the window. But meanwhile, back at the dance club, right. So this is when, yeah, the whole... Serendonathus is a spider, (laughs) and she is the fly, and the dance floor is his web. Oh, my God. I love when they're, when she, so they finally meet in the the middle of the dance floor, and uh, then they start doing that dancing, and he's, like, like grinding up her her butt. Dude, how about when, when, like, Jerry approaches him and confronts him, and he just turns around, just fucking plants one on oh dude because he, he's fucking yogi bear and he's trying to get that pussy picnic <laughs> basket he's trying to get right up in it but i mean she's into it because she's boom. like gra- you know she's grabbing his butt he's grabbing her butt her hair's getting puffier and puffier oh my and god sexier when, and she sexier. Dude, when she turns around she looks like goes with the Garzer- the Garzarian. Yes. <laughs> like she looks like that chick with the fucking with the weird like 80s hair yeah. just the makeup on yeah good right so i good. know i think I'm she looks great i was on board <laughs> yeah i was like oh and she's like kissing on his chest oh and- god it's so <laughs> weird i mean why is it weird? She's the age difference in my head looking at them like he just looked like a dad. But the lyrics in the background, here's the lyrics of the song that's playing. I don't need an English teacher mm-hmm. to help me say I want you now. Mm. I'll give it up. That sweet honey you'll win. I want to give in to temptation. Oh my god. I like that song. Mm. Yeah. Evelyn <laughs> King. Right. Evelyn quote unquote champagne king. Oh. Champagne. Oh, no. Champagne. champagne. 
Uh, yes. Oh, well, this is basically when she starts sucking on his nipple on the yeah. dance floor. She like rips at his like oval fucking dad sweater, trying to get at his nip, but it won't like expose itself. So, so she weird. just goes like she's like a tiger. She's like hungry. <laughs> <laughs> but she she goes to the source of the nectar. As they're dancing across the floor, she's looking in that giant wall oh, mirror. It's this and fucking thing where they like they're like, okay, we're gonna have you spin around, act yourself. like you're dancing with yeah. someone. Well, this part she's like in the documentary. She's like, oh, it was so great because like you know I had to film these scenes by myself, and you know. Such a big actor like Sarah Donathus. I thought he would stay in his in his trailer, but he actually came out and he was like cheering me on. He was trying and, he, and it, which really helped. Oh my God. <laughs> it really helped. He was the best. She just wanted to keep. He really helped, scene but over. I still knew I was a lesbian. <laughs> Is she an actual lesbian or what? Yes, yeah, she's a lesbian. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. She has a partner. But listen, yeah. you can still be friends with men. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you can. You can. She wasn't into it. It is known. Well, that's probably better to not be into it. What? Because you don't want to be all like. Hornia, you know? But a girl's <laughs> yeah. but it's not like a girl like gets horny and her fucking clit like turns into a fucking no, huge gorge. like spike, you know? No, but still, I mean it's distracting when I you mean, have a dick rubbing I mean, against I you. Mean, and I was concerned that his was gonna do something. Yeah. I mean we talk point. about it all the time, but like I always wonder in fucking movies where the chick is just hot and you have a sex scene, like, did you get hard? This is the best part because when they're when the bouncers get involved, yeah. did you recognize the black bouncer, no, the first no, guy, no. the skinny guy? He's fucking the guy um, that shouts Leon. <laughs> yeah, he's Nick Savage. He's the dude from um, uh, uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Three who fucking is uh, the, the, one of the oh, gang dudes. That's yes. like when Shelly goes to the when gas station the, uh-huh. and he um, like he hits his bike and he fucking whips the uh, whip, whips the bug. Yeah, and then they're in later I, later in the movie. I did not notice that. I, I love this little scene with the but the bouncers getting fucked up though. Yeah. Just adds oh, he's to just his. throwing them he around. Kills somebody, right? <laughs> oh, I mean, I think he killed both of them. No. Amy, oh, Amy and Charlie get separated. Yeah, and she gets kind of carried down by the crowd, and and then there's Jerry, and he's there holding there's Amy. There's Jerry. <laughs> then there's Jerry. I love when the fucking car pulls away yes. too, and fucking and Ed's in the back. Ed's in the back, like, just laughing. Just, just an added in touch. Like he had already come back from Peter Vincent, which yeah. is apparently like, right around the corner. Yeah. I guess he's flying. I don't know what he's doing. Charlie goes back to Peter Vincent's, right? But Peter won't let him into the apartment because so he grabs the crucifix. He's afraid that <laughs> he's, he's already got fooled once. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's he lets him in. He, he touches it, whatever. And um, Peter Vincent wants to call the police, but they've already tried that. So he's like, "Yeah, if you don't help me, they're gonna kill Amy and probably me." And and you're led to believe that basically, like he's on his own. Uh, Peter Vincent isn't gonna help him, so it's right. just Charlie to do whatever he, he has to do. So did she wakes up and she's like, "Where's Charlie?" And Chris <laughs> oh, Ren- Chris Rennan's like. He's just like <laughs> automatically undressing himself like shit's gonna happen. Look at, look, look I mean, it's happening. He's so now. rapey. Look at my yeah. nipples. Look at my nipples. You wanted these nipples on the dance floor. You want them now? Yeah. So he so he bites her and she's like into it and she's moaning and then there's that shot of like the blood running down her back, mm-hmm. which is really cool. so much blood. Uh, so Peter Vincent and Charlie that meet- symbolizes her virginity, by the way. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, she, he popped her cherry. Yeah. Right? When you take when she takes the toga off, <laughs> what, what is that? And then, and then afterwards, when she climbs a, a tall tree and she grabs like a little egg with a little baby doll yeah. in it. Oh my god. <laughs> and, and, oh my god. And, then, and then when you later when you see Peter Vincent's desiccated gray hair, it's meant to symbolize the old vagina <laughs> and, and, uh, and how it's no longer useful, and you should just discard it, and throw oh it in the trash. God. <laughs> so Peter Vincent. <laughs> Hashtag Angel <laughs> Lansbury. <laughs> <laughs> An old woman's face can be useful. You can <laughs> no. wrap it around yourself and make the face of a vagina. <laughs> All right, Barb. <laughs> Calm down. Oh my god. <laughs> Calm down, Babs. Old oh. woman can be useful. Bitch, get in the fucking kitchen and make me a sandwich. <laughs> Lansbury. <laughs> 
Dude, dude, we ever talk about her fucking, uh, her fucking, uh, their yeah, video we, she made in a tub we and did shit? We talk about that one. Oh, oh yeah. my God. No, we, no, we didn't, I don't think we did talk about it. I don't think we talked about it on the actual episode. No, 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 well, thank no. God. We this, can't talk we, about it now, she was like, and, I, and I have to massage my inner thighs for about 40 minutes before any type of coitus. Before I sit up in the morning, I gotta rub my calves for 45 minutes, not to prevent <laughs> blood clots. It actually helps my, my pussy moisten. <laughs> I don't even know why we're talking about this now. I don't either. There's no Angela Lansbury. <laughs> we can leave that behind us, children. We don't have to. Children. <laughs> so Peter and Charlie meet outside the house, and Peter has his uh, case of vampire tools and mm-hmm. weapons. Um, and as they're approaching the house, uh, Peter thinks that they, they should probably sneak around the back. However, but the door opens. The door opens and they, they are aware. Have no choice but they go inside. They walk up and immediately fucking Simon Donathus comes out. And what is he doing? He's scraping his it's nails. It's fright night for real, bitches. And it's like <laughs> pew, and then fucking Ice T comes out and starts fucking rapping like yeah. for real. Bam, 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 bam. Uh, so Charlie asks where where's Amy and uh, and uh, Jerry's like, oh, she's up here. All you have to do is get by me. And uh, this one Peter pulls out his cross and he's like, get back. Spawn of Satan. And this is when he does the and the, the Billy Predator laugh. Yes. <laughs> Charlie pulls out a cross and he does have faith, so it I'm, works. Okay, the moans that Jerry makes. It's so yeah. hard. It's, it's honestly so hard every time he does that to, to believe take it whether seriously. To, to believe that he's authentically right. reacting to it or he's just like, I'm Pretending, gonna play yeah, a little I'm not game, Brewster. Yes. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> But then Billy comes out and he's like, bitch slaps him he's pretty like, much. Yeah, how, yeah. About, how about you go over this railing and Dude, I'm gonna This, this part's the yeah. best because he bitch slaps fucking Charlie and then Chris Sarandon <laughs> comes in back at Billy and like hugs him like like they're posing for like yeah. a Kmart portrait. Yes. They're like and he's like, mm, buddy, you smell so good. You smell like apples. In, in the Ashmore household, it was the Sears portrait. Sears family portrait. Love, we went to Kmart. I love you so much, Billy. Uh, you we once had ours taken at a giant. Yeah? Yeah. A fucking oh. giant supermarket. <laughs> Why is that a thing? We well, had it's ours like it's in the middle of the aisle, and you're like, "Excuse me, no. please. Excuse me, please." We, we had ours taken at a weird booth outside of Oshkosh Bagash, <laughs> and it was like a carpeted little thing. And I remember my yeah. mom would always scream at me because I could never look happy. <laughs> She's I like, think well, my grandmother has it. Why it do you look so time. sad? You live in. You're in a middle class family. You're white. You got everything you could ever want. You got the <laughs> NES. Why do you look like you don't have a soul, Jesse? You are making a sad face in every and picture. I'm like, something's missing. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what it is. <laughs> so, uh, Peter Vincent runs out of the house and he runs over to... It was my soul. Charlie's... <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, yes. Okay. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Listeners all um, just paused the, the episode and were like wiping a tear out. Yeah. We're like, what, what was wrong with Jesse's childhood? Did he no, not have no, the Teenage no. Mutant Ninja Turtles for Nintendo? No, it wasn't my soul. I, all I wanted was Super Mario Brothers 3. And then my mom went to the fucking store and got me Super Mario Brothers, the first one, and I already had it because it came with the system when we fucking God paid for it. Oh, no, it, Jesse. Mom, you stupid bitch. And I was she like, ruined everything. I said, return it, mom. And, and she, she came back with two. She never returned oh. it. It sat there in the box, factory uh, sealed for all eternity. Uh, and then she gave it to Goodwill. The third one was the best. And then when Super when Super Nintendo came out, she got me Spy Hunter for Nintendo. And I was like, this game's fucking Nobody wants 20 that. years old. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good game, though. Your mom tried. And I want to fly. I want to be, be Super Mario has a cape now, bitch. Yes. Um, so yeah, Peter runs over to Charlie's house and he's he's calling for uh, his mom and there's no one answering. He picks up the phone. The phone line's been cut. 
So he runs up to the mom's room and you see a head sticking out from under the blanket oh my with God, like the a best. Raggedy Ann doll wig. I was like, wig. Uh, what's <laughs> happening here? I love this part so much. Oh my God. It's Evil Ed. And uh, he he's um he's like, well, first of all, he goes, he goes, Mrs. Brewster, the phone wires have been cut. And Evil Ed's like, I know. I did it! But why is <laughs> Peter Vincent is reacting like until he takes that Raggedy Ann thing off, he did not know well, that it was Evil Head. I mean, that's a great disguise. <laughs> why? He was like, where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Where did he even get that fucking wig? The next, the next two hours of this movie, and in actuality, it's only like a half hour. The next two hours of this movie are just varied Umbuga's faces from Roddy McDowell. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The, path, the, the pantheon of Umbuga's faces, let's say. She left a note. Here's thinners in the oven. And uh, Peter Vincent's terrified and he runs and he falls over really cheap furniture. Oh my god. Oh my god. And the second he breaks oh. that table, I'm like, and there's a stake. First of all, his body is made of like it's made of like glass. So if you yeah. if his body smashes into a table, the table is not going to disintegrate. I don't even care if fucking he fell on yeah. that table. He would have broke his hip before that table yeah. broke, but it burst into a billion pieces. Right. And then he's sitting there buggers in for like twenty minutes while well, a wolf a wolf comes into the hallway. <laughs> so good and fucking like charges him, and he stabs it with the leg of the chair and kind of flips it, and and it goes into the chandelier. It, well, for, <sighs> it breaks yeah. through the fucking the the like the. Railing, thing, yeah. yeah, like 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 it's balsa wood, right? And, it he, was and he hits wood. the chandelier, balsa wood count number falls five, down, <laughs> and then fucking. I wish that I wish this scene actually. I wish it would have been. I wish you would have saw fucking Peter Vincent Frebuga's over the thing too. Yeah. Like, yeah. I wish there so would have been. Did he like, fall or was he just up no, there? No, he was up there. Yeah. I wish they would have showed like a, a dummy fall. That would have been the yeah. best. That would be good. <laughs> but instead, you get. Oh, but you watch him struggling because you, you think wolf <laughs> on the ground with its dead legs and, and its nail torso. trailing yeah. everywhere. So you, gotta, you gotta remember the fucking dude who did these special effects worked with Rick Baker, who also just had done not that you know not that far away had done fucking American Werewolf in London, right. like the iconic transformation. So when he was going into this movie. He was always thinking, like, how can I fucking outshine? How can I put something in um, Rick Baker's face? Like, be like, oh, we did it this way. We did it this way. So, like, he wanted to, like, incorporate, like, some kind of, like, Quasimodo type of thing into it. So, like, it wasn't, like, this, like, symmetric, like, transformation where right. everything was, like, the same. You know, both arms transform, both legs, both right. and a face comes out. He's like, I wanted it to look, like, weird and kind of, like, derpy. And so, like, that's where they came upon, like, this kind of, like... Half. Oh, I think it's really great. Like, it's pretty, like the reverse melt thing. Right, well, like you see, yeah, like, that's cool too. How they half did that. human, half wolf with a snout, and then it's kind of smushing like flatter and flatter. They show the hand, and the hand yeah. is like a reverse melt, like Melissa. Oh, that's said. a reverse melt. And yeah. they fucking sculpt. They basically all right. they did was they sculpted it like a paw, and then they fucking did a, a like a wax hand over yeah. it, and then they had it on like a fucking board where they just had a hot plates under it, and it melted, and they. Sp- they sped up the like the Which, frame rate uh, of the camera. I think most iconically that effect, that very type of effect, was used in uh, Hellraiser yeah. when Frank is when and Frank is resurrected that, for twenty yeah. minutes. Yeah, and, and like in Indiana Jones um, with the very last crusade, melting or not last fucking crusade. face. Uh, the yeah, they are. Yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark. The entire time that Peter Vincent's watching this, he feels he's bad. like crying yeah. almost. Yeah. Like he is so upset watching this boy yeah. die in front of him. And the other level to that is, is like they're trying to draw a parallel to Peter Vincent, who's like this horror actor who is in all these vampire movies where like it's the quick kill and you're dead and once you're staked you just die and it's peaceful but instead like the first thing that he kills in the real world is this 
agonizing, painful, mm. excruciating fucking death. And then so would we say that um Peter takes the stake out and runs back with the bloody stake. Yes. And that um, and that scene too, like just him, him going pulling, back well, the, well him what? going back to the uh to the Jerry's house yeah. and the and the uh the fog rolling over the, oh, the God, roof so good. All that, and, that, and, 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 and coming down. That fucking shot is so cool. Yeah. And him dude. silhouetted because yeah. Again, them being having the benefit of being on a Disney backlot, it's like the burbs where like you are physically in between both houses and walking up to that house and going back into the house where they built the set. So you yeah. could you could do a shot like that and the scale is actually believable. Yeah. Because it's actually there. Yeah, right. it's fucking that no, is an awesome. So it reminds me like a more like a haunted house type of like classic yes. haunted house yeah. movie. Yeah. Um yeah, so he he runs back over there. Meanwhile, um Amy is laying on the floor and this is when she's like super sweaty mm. because she's transforming so sweaty. um jerry carries oh my god dude, this he part. carries charlie in and just throws him down on the floor next to her and uh when fucking roddy mcdowell breaks down the door oh yeah so the he, most unbelievable yeah. part of any yeah. movie well, oh, so jerry goes back downstairs well jerry, well jerry first he leaves a stake there he throws yeah. a stake down and he's like you're gonna need this before dawn yeah. and he leaves them the, in the room he like, does so many random things well, here where he's like super over fucking confident yeah he's really cocky here and he's yeah. like he's basically like i'm gonna go lay down in bed now you yeah. take that care. is not at all what you would do but okay but again it's also too like he 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 uh, transforms Evil Ed and then is like, Evil Ed, go take care of Peter Vincent. Yeah. He's an right. infirm old man. You yeah. got this mm-hmm. in the bag, bud. <laughs> well, I, I love when Jerry leaves the room and he's waiting on the stairs for the moment when Charlie notices that she's, that she's being turned into a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's like so happy. Yeah. She's like so fulfilled her eyes. from it. Yeah. Um, so so uh, yeah um that's jerry's that, that's jerry's a team i love it when a plan comes together face <laughs> exactly exactly and this is when peter vincent comes back and he and he goes up to the room and he breaks the door down yeah he's like make as much noise as you possibly can yeah. so i can break this door down and um they, they hear him screaming right and they think that she, yeah she's she's awake and then jerry realizes that peter vincent's back yeah um and so he comes back up so what do they figure out in this part like did, are they basically like oh she's turning we have to kill jerry to turn her yes. back or something yeah, before, 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 kill dawn, before or something. dawn or kill him before dawn then she's safe right which uh, again is like i'm gonna say this thing and because i they say it it's, it's true, true. Yeah. it's true <laughs> yeah so they leave her in the it's room true. it's true <laughs> and this is when they're going they're going to head down the stairs but the uh the billy, roommate, shows billy up. is walking up and um Peter Vincent pulls out his little his little gun and he's like shoots him in the head. Uh, don't, yeah. make, don't make me do it. And then he's like, I'll do it. And, and Charles then he does shows it. up, or not Charles. Uh, Jerry shows <sighs> up. Yeah. And he's like, he's got this like Mbuga's face on, like mm, I know something you don't know. And you see him in the background. You could see Billy sit, stand back up. Yeah. And he right. starts walking. Such a good so shot. So what the fuck is Billy? He's or some not, like a, he's like un- a ghoul. Yeah. Every, undead, and, yes. they, and they talk about this in the documentary too. Like it's not talked about, but he's semi turned. But, but or, he says basically. The director basically says more or less like, yeah, he's he's pretty much like turned. Yeah, yeah he's know. like a familiar. He's just like he's, he's basically not a vampire because like, he's he, able to walk during the day. Well, right. I don't, he doesn't say that. I don't know. This is just he said. I never wrote in the script so he can make what you want of it. But he's like to me, he was always just like they were buddies. He was kind of like a vampire, but he was like a lesser vampire than freaking. Um, you know, there wasn't ever supposed to be like some kind of sexual thing between right, them. Though, even right. though yeah, people I put didn't that in get there. that at all. I feel like that's just like a bro thing, though. Yeah. Like you know, well, I just thought like, that they were like people, friends for whoever centuries. Well, you know, if, like two guys are friends, yeah. they automatically have to be fucking I mean, each other's asses. I didn't think like, they were friends at all. I just thought he was like his subordinate, and he like. Well, no, well, I mean, no, they I, have a relationship. I guess they were keeping each other alive. I mean, you don't you eat apples with your friends, Melissa. No, you don't. Well, I love that. So yeah, Billy's just he keeps walking up the steps, and Peter shoots him five more times. Yeah. Um, I love you get that, that ooze. Man, I love the detail here. Ooze where out of the boots. 
Yeah, I mean, I love the detail where he empties the revolver into him and all the smoke generated mm-hmm. from the revolver creates this effect where there's a wall of fog on the far end of the staircase. Yeah. And then there's that, they, they let it, they let that breathe and then they let him come, come through, the, through right. the fog because you can't see anything. Yeah. Yeah. And he grabs Peter and this is when Charlie stakes him and then he melts into the... Pile the green news, green slime, and this then the sand dust. falls <laughs> out of his. Which again, I mean, having just seen the werewolf transformation, you're like, how could they elevate oh, this possibly anymore? It's amazing. Yeah. It's one of the, and this is another fucking deep effect where, like, he was again, he was like, I wanted to. He's like, I'm tired of fucking seeing vampires getting staked through the heart and changing into ash. So he's like, I wanted to do something different. So what he did was he got this other company to come in that filmed in 60 millimeter, and they set up and they basically filmed at, they filmed three effects in one by layering each thing so they had three different shots going and then they made a composite of it but one was of the actor's head one was of a hand and basically what he did was he fucking took a regular person's hand and he sculpted the 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 back of the hand on the palm of the hand so when the person bent their fingers like this it looked like their uh, it looked like their fingers were bending the opposite way they made a claw, so it looked like they were like, like they looked like they were melting and so like yeah, in front of the camera when they did that, it looked like they were like slot, like slung off and yeah. fucking melting and shit like and that. And they had a woman put their hand up there because the woman's hands were and they smaller. Had a woman, yeah, yeah. And, and then when it was and, melting, and flex it. they had this fucking goddamn. They had the people up there like squirting this fucking they're, they're like acid and shit up there that was melting the actual like um the melting the actual prosthetic uh, of the face. Okay. And it fucking like shot out and squirted in the dude's. <gasps> fu- it was like oh, no! I, I, I forget what it's called. It was I I, I want to say it was benzene, but I could be wrong about that. But it squirted in his fucking eye, and it was like just fucking, fucking like just noxious ass <sighs> caustic chemical rather. And he fucking started washing his eye. And he's like, if I lose my fucking goddamn vision because of this goddamn movie, I'm gonna fucking kill somebody. Oh my god! But he went to the hospital, and it was like fine. Oh, but that's like crazy. That's basically like the movie in a nutshell. You had a bunch of young guys like doing yeah. the special effects and just doing shit, but not yeah. really thinking about like the consequences <laughs> and going, of it. And going balls to the wall yeah. with it. Uh, yeah, so he like right, he melt, he kind of melts. He the the sawdust falls out of his sleeve. I don't know whatever it is, sand, sand, yeah. And then I love ooze. when the skeleton then falls backwards and it breaks into all the yes. bones and the skull, skull rolls. like rolls mm-hmm. down. So apparently the special effects dude still has that skull and Tom Holland's butt hurt because like he has kept a lot of the special effects from uh like the leftovers from it, and he's like. He keeps promising to dig that out for me out of oh, storage, really? and he still hasn't given it to <laughs> me. It's got to be in my collection. No. Um, so, so Jerry and, uh, I mean, uh, Charlie and, and Peter run to Amy, and um, Peter's, like, looking out the window. This seems really cool because Jerry's, like, on the wall oh, of the house. Yes, he's, like, he's floating. The yeah, and, and he's, and like, about to grab Peter when Peter goes, gets turns back, back inside. It's awesome, but equally silly. Like, yes. what yeah. are you doing, dude? Also, also yeah. the turquoise he light. He could have done some <laughs> things. Like, you're, you're, you're a fucking masterful 2,000-year-old vampire, and you're, like, playing Blue games. Like, mm, bug is in my dad's well, sweater. Then he starts, like, <laughs> commanding in a very deep, gravelly voice. You know, commanding Amy to wake up, mm-hmm. and um, and she does wake up, but then she kind of falls back to sleep. I yeah, don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and they go back out well, the hallway. Th- they keep going with back out in the hallway and like splitting up to go try and find. I took Jerry. that as basically like he's telling her to like transform right. completely. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. she's still like I guess in the process of it. But she's incubating. So they, they hear they hear him up on the roof, and um, they go. They, out. Head, they head out. But um, Amy, this is when she's like awake. That she wakes up full. She's like has long hair, right? Sexy. Oh my mm. god! Is this yeah. when he flies through the fuck for boogers through the stained glass yeah. window? Yes, he through that giant beautiful window and fucks himself over. But doing this that. time, Roddy McDowell's been listening to George Michael, so he's yeah. got the faith. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, he does the line again. But this time, right, he does believe. Yeah. It. 
have to have faith for that to work, Mr. Vincent. Remember? And then all of the, I love the that clocks. wall of clocks, and they that all it starts to chime. It makes sense, like because you, I saw it earlier in the movie, and I was like, why does he have all these clocks? But then it makes sense, like dude needs to get in his coffin. Right, it's at like a six o'clock time. in the morning. But like or something. The, the sun's coming up behind him, and it's like yeah. Which is a good effect, too. It's great, but it's like he wouldn't fuck up like this. Peter Vincent's, like, fighting it off, and then Charlie comes over to help him, but it bites Charlie's arm, and it flies away. So they follow it into the basement, right? And And there's um, a ton of shit down there. The basement's really cool. I mean, there's, like, armor down there. It's, like, all kinds of shit. And um, Peter Peter finds a secret door. Yes. That opens, and that's where they keep the coffins. Very in the easily, chuk. he finds this yeah. little Very easy. <laughs> but you know what? It makes sense. He, like, he would have that knowledge. And he tries to open it, but it's locked from the inside, mm-hmm. which is a smart move. Um, yeah, and this is when Amy comes down the other, the other entrance, whatever, with her ample bosom. It's not my fault, Charlie. You promised you wouldn't let him get me. You promised. The whole reason for this whole Mako shark mouth was because initially. He wanted to have this thing, like, he wanted to have a transformation, and he said, like, when he did it initially, it was just her turning back to him, but you've already seen her as a vampire as she is, so there was no, like, oh, it's right. scary, so yeah. he's like, I just want to fucking make her have, like, a shark mouth, and, like, all the, all, the, all, the, all, the, all the other special effects guys were like, that's stupid. I was we're not, not, we're, we're not uh, I didn't know this was happening at all, and I was like, okay. He's like, no, no, we're not doing that, and so the, he, he finally asked, not the main fucking special effects dude, but one of the other guys, he's like, dude, can you just do this for me and like just do it out of pocket because we don't have any more money to spend on it? And he's like, yeah, dude, I'll do it. He's like, it's only going to be a shot real quick like we talked about and it ended up being like way more infamous than anybody yeah. ever thought. And, and it was in good. a lot. And they, good. and they kept William Ragsdale from knowing about it. So oh. the first time that he's, I don't know if that was the first take that they did right. that they caught, yeah. but that's what I made it seem. It was, though. it was, it was supposed to be his genuine reaction to seeing shark mouth for the first that's time. Crazy. And he, he much for boogers through yeah. the, I think yeah. that looks so fucking good for being thrown together. And not, and not only that, the dude who did it is like, so like, don't, don't look at it close guys. Cause it's not good. Don't, <laughs> don't look at it on the Blu-ray and don't zoom in on it. It looks, doesn't look good. It, it looks I, fucking I great. Think yeah. It holds up. Yeah, for someone really who did it, like just, just did it. You I know? mean, it's the cover. Like that's what you had. Um, and he didn't know that until the movie was released and he saw the poster and he's like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. <laughs> he's probably like, I wish I got paid for that because that was my fucking like, yeah. goddamn idea. I'd be getting paid the more most money. iconic thing. So Peter finally gets the coffin open and Amy and, and Charlie are kind of fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, uh, Peter's about to stake uh, Jerry when Charlie yells for him and Jerry turns and opens his yeah. eyes. And his face, I love it because his face is like half burned but from when the sun touched him. Why would Jerry him? just be chilling in his coffin? Like, he's, he's got to rejuvenate. Not even awake. Yeah, like, up like, cool. Because it's like, yeah, he's like, um, he's injured and it's, it's time for him to sleep and he has to. Sir, yeah, yeah, listen, Saren Donathus only has so <laughs> yeah. much sexual energy. Like, yeah. he's got to rejuvenate. But meanwhile, they start breaking windows. Well, no, he he, hammer, he does hammer the stake in. And when he stands up, oh, it's like that. so this, long. Yeah. The reverse, the reverse yeah. shot of him falling down. It's a cool thing. It's, it's really, really cool. I love it. And um, yeah, he, so he flicks the stake out and hits a, a, hits a pain. Right. And then they're like, oh, well, that's a great idea. Let's smash all the windows. Yeah. Um, so they're kind of running around smashing all the windows and Charlie basically pries off this like almost like a board I guess from the window and a big the big one yeah and they were talking about how they did these light beams were just basically with like huge spotlights they put them in there and fucking shot them through yeah it works really cool and um yeah so he he gets hit by the sunlight and uh he kind of flies backwards and there's like green flame coming out this part's awesome so good and they did this whole effect with a fucking stuntman and they built a fucking uh like basically like a 3d revolving room and so like it was like on it was out outside that they did it 
It had fucking like a frame on it, and the room could fucking spin in any which way. And they had the guy on a harness and flung him down. So oh. through a fucking like basically like I forget. I think it was like a styrofoam wall that he had him smashed through. And before he gets like impaled on the wall, and then when they when he's impaled on the wall, it's a cut to a whole different scene where they had this fucking. Basically, this is when they use the thing um, from Ghostbusters. From Ghostbusters, yeah. right? And they kind of right. like you know they added a lot to it. It wasn't just like bare bones, and they fucking put it up on a wall. And I have all the shit here about it. They they ignited the fucking bat corpse by injecting two chemicals separately through two different pipes, which is fucking crazy. Basically, it was fucking nitro liquid nitroglycerin that they used in this Holy whole thing. Mm. So they used one pipe to pump pump in nitric acid, and the nitric acid was pumped in and basically soaked the whole animatronic. And the second tube was fucking pumped through with sulfuric acid. So when the sulfuric acid hits the nitric acid, it makes nitroglycerin, which immediately ignites with oh, chemical shit. reaction and starts burning very, very, very quickly. And when they were done this scene, the the um the main special effects dude came over and you have to pull like a neutral you have to pour a neutralizer yeah. on it to, to but that's still acid you're pouring on it. But the guy didn't realize that the neutralizer was also acid just on the different end of the spectrum <gasps> yeah. of the acid. So it's like, you know, you're using one over here to balance the one over here so it meets in the middle and it's neutralizes. An alkaline, yeah. So yeah. he's been fucking pouring it on this the whole time. And he said, like, and then I went home for the night and I started driving home and I'm driving and I'm driving and my feet start tingling. Oh, no. And I don't know what the fuck it is. He's like, and then I get home, I park the car and I get out and I put my feet on the ground and I realize my feet are touching the cement. And I look, and there's no bottoms in my shoes anymore oh, because man. the fucking melted through all the plastic, Damn. and it was all in his fucking That's car. That's crazy. <laughs> it's cool. God damn. Yeah. So basically, I mean, the bat burns completely and it disappears. Right. There's and nothing glitter. there. Um. So and Amy's back to normal with her short hair again. <laughs> I know. And he's like, "Oh my god, why? Why couldn't you just yeah. stay? Keep, keep, keep one thing. Keep one thing. Like, well, can you keep the tits? Yeah. And then can, can we, they have the a, they have a group hug." Um, and then it's it cuts to I don't know sometime later right where there's a for sale sign in front of Jerry's house mm-hmm. and they're and actually finally making out on the bed on the bed making they out disco- they discovered the bed now. yeah but they're still watching but this Fright Night Theater yeah. Fright Night Theater and instead he's trying of, to, so he, I guess he, he got back on he's well, trying to chubbleize yeah and he says you know this is a, not a vampire movie because he decided to give them a, a little rest for a little while right Charlie and he plays some damn alien movie, something yeah. from Mars. I don't even know. It would look terrible. Um, so Charlie turns the TV off. And as he's walking back, something catches his attention in the window of the house next red door. Eyes. Like, red bl- eyes. Like a blink of red eyes. Yeah. yeah. And, and he just uh, ignores it. Well, Amy's like, Charlie, what's, like, what's wrong? Because she's freaking out already. And he's like, nothing. They get back to making out. And then we see the eyes light up again. <laughs> And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> oh man, it's a good one. It's I mean, one. are we are we in agree? Are we all in agreement? Let Melissa go first. Oh, since yeah. she's been gone. Since she's been, been gone. Since she's been gone. Since, since you've been, been gone. gone. Since she's been slacking. <laughs> oh my god. Um. So as I said, I had never seen this movie. I'd seen like bits and pieces of it. I don't know why I hadn't. I remember my friends always like talking about it and hyping it up. And I just didn't I think- you say you saw the remake? No, 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 no. Um, but I, I was pleasantly surprised that the hype lived up in this case. Um, and I think I already said, you know, the the movie itself very fast paced, which I like. The characters are great. Like Amy's annoying, whatever. Evil Ed, like he is a character, and, but the special effects, like I didn't expect them at all to be as good as they were. And I had never heard anybody say, like, oh, you know, this has great effects. Like, everybody just always talks about, oh, Fright Night, whatever. 
So it's a 10. I, I think it was clear. It's a 10 for me. Um, I, I've seen it before and I feel like, I mean, I, and I enjoyed it before, but like pay, you know, I feel like, you know, we do the podcast. I pay attention so much more to these movies. So the little details um, and everything is, and there's, I don't have a single complaint. I love Evil Ed's character. He's like kind of off the wall and crazy. Um, Peter Vincent's over the top and amazing. Yeah, and Peter like Vincent's Charlie's amazing. Charlie. It's fine. Like they're just, he's like a regular guy. He doesn't stand out for me, but I don't think he needs to. Yeah, Ryan um, McDowell's great. Man. He's great in it. Um, Chris Sarandon and if you did, is I mean, amazing. Like, and if you haven't seen um, uh, Class of 1984, which uh, I'm sure a lot of you have listened uh, to the podcast, we're going to cover just it at some point. Please hopefully. watch that fucking movie, dude, because he is great in yeah. that. So he's like just such a tense, like on the edge fucking yeah. dude, like it's, it's an at his wits movie. end. Um, um, but like Melissa said, the, the special effects in this movie uh, are just. You, I guess you don't really expect it. You get little hints, but the end of the movie is just like balls to the wall. Um, it's so good, and I don't know, man. Everyone should should watch this movie. I, lo- I love everybody in this movie. Chris Sarandon, I love him. Obviously, he's in Child's Play. Um, he's he, he. I don't know, man. He adds something to this movie where like I don't I don't trust him. Like when he's in it, you know, it's yeah. like always like kind of slimy. Um, but in like a really like in a way where you'd be like, I could see myself get like you know get like sucked in by, by his yeah, okay. yeah, he's charming. I give him a hand job if he, <laughs> like, if he just politely asked. Oh, I think you give more. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, Amanda Burst, like, it's funny because, like, I hated her so much on Married with Children, yep. and, like, I remember that more in my mind than this movie because, let's be honest, like, Married with Children was on 24-7 when right. we were growing up, like, in the fucking late 80s, early 90s, 24-7, and then, on, and then like, repeated on, like, endless stations, but, uh, you know? But again, I mean, to her credit, she's supposed to be a heel but to she's Al great. Bundy but, but no, she's and, gr- and, and Married yeah, with Children. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah. she's great in this movie. Um, I like her transformation scene. I think it's really fucking, like, effective. She does look... She does go from being very, like, tomboyish to being, like, extremely goddamn fucking hot. Um, the main character, he's kind of, like, my least favorite, but I'm kind of grateful for that because it, it lets a cha- it lets the other characters breathe, which I feel like happens, a, like, it's a trope in a lot of movies yeah. where they get someone that's, like, the main person and it's too much and everybody... It, it, it is unbalanced in that way, but I like this movie for it because I like the fact that it's, like, more, more attention is given to Peter Vincent, um, Jerry, and, um, and, and fucking dude, uh... Stephen Jeffries Evil Ed steals the show from me. I love him so much. I love yeah. his character so much. I love his lines. I don't... Un- I mean, listen, if you're an 80s horror fan or you're claiming to be an 80s horror fan and you say you dislike this movie uh, or you dislike Evil Ed, man, dude, really reevaluate why you think you like these movies because this is the fucking goddamn... This is what I love about like the characters, man. The characters, Stephen, Je- Stephen Jeffries, his lines, like his delivery is fucking over the top. It's like, it's the main reason I like Shelly from fucking uh, Friday the 13th Part 3. He's His lines are delivered in such a weird way. He's like goofy. Yeah. He's a very quirky character. and like, and like, But it also at the same time, is, as over the top it is, it really feels authentic. And, and, and goddamn, dude, I, it's a move. This is one of those movies where like everything is just fucking the acting, the fucking special effects, the directing. It's just a home run. Yeah, I mean, I... I- I reiterate everything you said. I, th- I think my biggest surprise is the fact that we didn't cover this within the first 50 movies because I, 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 f- I thought when we first sat down to do this podcast, this would be like the first movie that would come up because it's so iconic. And it's like, it's, it's hard because in my mind, it's like, it's constantly competing with Lost Boys and vying for that like quintessential 80s horror movie. And it just so happens that both these movies are vampire movies. But they're both so expertly made, it's kind of hard not to draw comparisons. The one detail that always sticks out in me, and it was something they could have easily glossed over and left it, was the scene where uh, 
he goes to Evil Ed in the alley and 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 convinces him to be one of. And they that could have easily been a scene where they just went like, where he just like attacked him, attacked yeah, him, yeah. and had been over with. But the fact that they kind of humanized Chris Sarandon's character and humanized Evil Ed mm-hmm. to a point where there that minutia was in the screenplay that he yeah. wrote, and they he, and they got in there and it translated. Right. And I think that's such that a, is critical. It's a huge part of his his character is the, the seduction of it. Right. He doesn't ever like attack it. Like he's seducing people into and it's trusting not, him, or, right? You know, and it's not just evil. Ed. it it it's, is it is Peter Vincent because he's he's appealing to his vanity right. and his ego, and it's Charlie who's saying like like look, your weakness is your friends. If you don't want your friends to get hurt, dude, just just give in, yeah, and and you won't have a problem. I'll take your girl, and it'll be it. You can just forget <laughs> about it, dude. And that, and that's the beauty of uh, yeah. I think Fright Night is the subtleties that yeah. are in there. Oh, yeah. I agree, yeah. and I agree. it's a ten. Yeah, so IMDb rating is a 7.1. And they're wrong. They are wrong. All right. It is that time in the show where I announce the next movie, and I'm super goddamn excited. What is it? Because it's my Halloween pick. My pick. I've been waiting for this, just like you with Friday Night. I've been waiting for this fucking movie. Nobody's ever ever sponsored it. I know. It's crazy. Is it Return to Oz? No. (laughs) (laughs) Never. Uh, So. (laughs) (laughs) Never. (laughs) A part of Melissa just died. Uh, I like that response. And, and you drive there. the stake further into Melissa's heart. <laughs> Listen, someone could pay for it. Never. People um, are mad that I should have known it. So I, I mean, we could, we can we create a hundred dollar Patreon tier oh for just God. return to us. I, I mean, could. Melissa, your pick is next, so you can you can yeah. you can fucking switch it. Last you, you could flip could. the script. Nobody knows fuck about you it. All well, so hard. Yeah, but we need to. Like cons- I've always wanted to. We need to consider this. No loop. I mean, I think we all should screen it so we don't run into another Transylvania six five thousand. Go fuck yourselves. What do you want to do? What? Oh, so it's uh, <laughs> so it's this is from the director who brought you Animal House. Oh, coming to America. Coming, coming to America. My name and is Murphy. The royal penis My is name is Ed, and I'm gonna comes in America. And the best fucking music video that has ever been made. You could fight me. What if is you it? Disagree. I don't know what it is. is. It a Michael Jackson's Thriller, guys. Oh shit! Goddamn. When you take out your penis and it's zombified and you smear it on the children's. Um, starring Griffin Dunn, who you would recognize from a lot of stuff. Okay. Um, yeah. And David Naughton, who looked familiar, but I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm Naughton by nature, yeah. not because I hate you. Because he's British. Beware the moon. It's an American werewolf in London. Take it from Wolfman Jack. The critics and I agree. This is the most outrageous horror film that you'll ever see. Because David is having the most frightening nightmares of his life. I think I did some terrible things last night. Things I can't remember. It may have been someone he ate. From the director of Animal House. A different kind of animal. An American werewolf in London. Rated R. Now playing in a selected theater near you. Check your local newspaper for listings. Melissa's pissed because she's like, how about Paris? Knock no, with the wolves. Know what I'm saying? Oh, and Bush. Oh, my God. That's all came on the radio the day. Oh, That's my God. Light <laughs> your mouth. <laughs> oh, no. I thought it was the chemicals between no, us. No, no, that was the later. The walls that lie between us <laughs> lies in this bed. I don't know what that means. No. <laughs> Is that him like going down on Gwen Stefani? Maybe. Yeah, because it's like you can't the chemicals between us. Burning plastic. That's what that's what Gwen Stefani smells like when you get down there. I have like a, a like a fucking pit of, <laughs> oh of grocery God. bags just fucking a flum. She's very talented. Yeah. I don't care. Oh, she's horrible. 
Um, <laughs> oh, man. damn! You were just what happened? Brains you took, women did you up, did bitch. you did you like turn up. the did you turn the shade knob all the way to its maximum setting? Uh, I just don't think she's that bring great. the women up, <laughs> Jesse. Jesse, bring Steph, the women I think, up. I think, I think we went through a transformation of Steph like in the last like ten minutes of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's never happening. No. Uh, she's the worst. <laughs> God damn. Welcome back. Welcome back, Melissa. I don't care what she does. I know, she's we, a woman. Support her. We missed you. Steph's like, I didn't miss you. No, she did not. <laughs> she, wants, did. she wants fucking men with no. their rigid dicks in here. No. Sitting in here. So I'm going to announce some new patrons. Steph says it all the time. I'm, I'm friends with penises because they're easy to get along with. It's true. I don't say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> These parathetical statements that you keep making. It is late and I'm getting rammy. We'll take care of that problem. Lay the seat back right under your tongue. So new patrons. Tim Carroll, Travis Davis, Luke B, and Fright Day. Happy Halloween to everyone. Happy Halloween. I mean, we're celebrating, we're celebrating I mean, Halloween every day this month. Me and Steph were saying it on the ride over here. Just Halloween's the best. Yeah. yeah. Best feeling of the year. I just want to listen to Halloween music. You feel it in your heart. You feel it in your soul. Disney. And like I said, I said it earlier. Halloween put a pumpkin tree. in your pussy <laughs> over the weekend. You know, even if it's like a, just a little mini pumpkin or if it's a candy corn pumpkin. It's a gourd. Please don't do if that. If you're a man, put a candy corn pumpkin in your butt. No. Just get, get <laughs> okay. crazy. And actually, that. I did see that peeps make... Nasty marshmallow peep black cats they now. Do. I almost bought those today. Oh, and I no. showed them the stuff. I was like, Steph, you want to get these? And she's like, Why would you ever buy them? Why do they would, taste oh, like? I would buy them and eat them. Like, they taste I like regular like peeps. peeps. Taste like black dye. I don't like peeps. T- tastes like Beetlejuice. Peeps are amazing. <laughs> You're stupid whore. Well, in that case, I'll buy them. I used to dip peeps when they're stale in soda. My teeth would turn to glass. <laughs> they call me Mr. Glass. No, eat the peeps. <laughs> oh God, when's that movie coming out? Yeah, like, I don't know. I'm so I don't know. so fragile, but I'm so intelligent. The Halloween movie's coming out. That's what we're looking forward to. Yeah, yeah. we're looking forward to it until I see it, and then yeah. and yeah. then disappointment. And then, I mean, <laughs> it, could, could it be worse than the Predator? I mean, no, no, no. no I mean, like no. the bar is set so low now, it's like fucking <laughs> just like so it's in Asia, like, and I'm like, and I'm here in the Americans. <laughs> James Cameron's gonna get the bar out the Miranda <laughs> Trench. <laughs> <laughs> Only James Cameron can set the bar again. It's so deep. I'm coming because fucking the new Terminator is coming. <laughs> it's going to be about Arnold Schwarzenegger seeking to get the bar. To set it back where it's supposed to be, you know? The, the, the opening of the movie is and it's the bar being made anew again in a, in a, in no, a no, T-800 no, mold. No, no it's, it's Terminator with the thumbs up going down to the Mariana Trench. Yeah. <laughs> and he sinks down. So until next episode, say you love Satan! Because of the end of civilization, the Clamp Cable Network now leaves the air. We hope you have enjoyed our programming, but more importantly, we hope you have enjoyed life. Burning the victim
dream of a strange desire 